You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm Von Qualified Opinion and I'm Wavering Bias. No special intros this week for my right-hand man. Left hand, if you're actually thinking literally. Uh, Edward Simpson, how are you? I'm good, mate. It's it's warm out there, and I'm loving it. It's bit of a bit of a, a tinge of heat in the air. Isn't oh, there and it's and it's light. Yeah, and it's there's a spring breeze. I tell you what it is. If you could attribute the the way the weather feels to a meal, and that might seem very like you know indulgent of me, but like light breezy, very comfortable weather, sushi, a sushi dinner. Yeah, sushi with with a couple of bottles of wine. I'm sitting outside. Exactly, and I'm not too hot. I'm not too cold. I'm wearing in uh, my shirt's open. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a couple I've, extra I've, buttons. Yeah, undone. yeah, yeah. I've, I've got like five buttons undone. I've got more buttons undone than I've got done up. That's when you know life's good. Yeah, it's the Goldilocks zone. Yes. Right now we're in the Goldilocks zone. Sleeping still comfortable. I've now reduced. You slowly you, you build up to winter. Oh, now I'm wearing a t-shirt to bed and some undies and some trackies, and then oh, the t-shirt comes off, and then the trackies. Come undies off. to bed? Well, I'll, I don't like boxes. Boxes. Not like fucking. No, no, no. Not good for the testicles. No, they need to breathe. No, and yeah, live. you got. Well, they just got to be able to roll around. Well, they want to live. They're like. I mean, imagine wrapping yourself up in like a fucking bag and trying to sleep like that. Your balls need space too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're prepared to wear the eight hours during the day. I think. Like, I think they they know that it's for their own good. It's for their own good. They they know they need to be caged essentially. Yeah. But to cage them twenty four seven. They're not going to respond well. No, well, that you'd be you'd have a human rights or a testicular rights no, it's, well, lawsuit on your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be locked up. You'd be locked. You'd up. be locked up. Yes, and your balls would be free. Yeah. So that's why, you know. It, well, bit, I'm just saying, no undies to bed. Yeah. Boxes to bed. Well, but I just then, wanted to check that. No, no, I get it. But now is the warmer months. Then you lose the t-shirt. You lose the trackies. Now it's just boxes. By summer, it's nude. It's mm. nude season. What's whatever you want. But it's too hot in summer to sleep. Whereas what I'm saying is what I'm getting at right now in a very long-winded way is it's Goldilocks zone whether you're in the street with an extra button undone mm. or whether you're in bed or mm. whether you're just lounging about, whether yeah. you're having some sushi and some wines out the front of a lovely establishment with the sun on your face, you're not sweaty, mm. you know, it's manageable. And for those that live in the, the, the good states... I mean, you know, ones that respect daylight savings time. Mm. I mean, it's only just around the corner. Yeah. It's only just around the How corner. How far away is it? Like three weeks, I would say. Two, four weeks, maybe. Does it start in October? First week in October. You're right. First week in October, because that's when the NRL Grand Final usually September is. September 7th. So, so it's like the, it's a Sunday, usually. Yeah, it's Sunday the 4th. So that would be yesterday, one month. Huge. Four weeks yesterday, punters and dribblers. Huge. So live that life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to those in Queensland, why are you haven't taken to the streets in they protest? All, they all, they all kind of. They get, like getting up at three in the morning. But they also, they also they love it. There's some weird like backwards badge of honor that the Queenslanders have, where it's like fuck daylight savings. You're like, but why though? Like I don't. Because they like getting up at three in the morning. They they live for it. They what? love being woken up by a first light at three o six. But I, I just it's don't. It's bizarre. It, the, the logistics, it just, it's. Makes no sense. It's, anyway, we could get bogged down in the uh, the hoopla around daylight savings, the hullabaloo, if you will. All we're saying is the weather's delicious. Oh, it's delicious. Now, I, I did. And that's why I've got an extra skip in my step, mate. Yeah, I did notice you haven't asked me why I'm in exercise gear, though. Well, I didn't notice that you were. Well, I mean, the black, gears. yeah, black on black, yeah, okay, sure. Let me tell you, black's probably what you need to wear when you're carrying a little extra weight and you're going for a run. <laughs> Do you run here? 
Fuck no, I didn't run here, but I did run today. So thank you for asking. Daddy on the health kick. I've told you that. Yes. Life-changing. Feeling good? Hello Sport fucking Hot Boys Club. Yeah. Get around it. Feeling good? Uh, yeah, I am, but I'm also feeling tired. I ran around Centennial Park and... How the joints? How the knees? They're okay. I think I used that as an excuse for a long time to just like be not doing shit. It's like, dude, like you, that's an excuse when you're 50, right? It's mm. not an excuse when you're 31. So did run around, but I'm getting I'm getting lapped by people, which is concerning. But like I, you know, I didn't stop. You didn't stop. Didn't stop. Good mate. 18, 18 minutes, one lap. That's, Eighteen minutes. Yeah, that's. Good. It's actually not very good. I don't think. How far is that? It's like around four ish k's. I thought. Ooh, I don't around think it'd be that far. You wouldn't be moving dude, that quick. I think it. Can you just deal that deal? I don't know, but so but the reason I've started doing Centennial Park is because a couple of mates had a race around Centennial Park a few weeks ago that I was meant to partake in, and then I had to pull out because of family commitments. Mm. But I think the winner was friend of the show Matt Jacobs of Chippy Sandow fame for the OGs. <laughs> um, for, the OGs. for the OGs, like episode two OGs. Yeah, uh, and he did never it got like, the recall. He, he did it in like thirteen minutes. Sharp. So there's something to aspire to, Tom. Well, I just next time they do it, I don't want to be losing by as you, much as you know I'm losing by. You don't want to be losing by half yeah. of the distance. Yeah, exactly. Um, what'd you do? Did you do anything on the weekend, mate? mate you I seemed just like you were, you were hungover every time I spoke to you, from Friday to Sunday. Was I? Yeah. No, I was hungover on Saturday. On Sunday, I don't even know if we talked. Well, maybe it was Saturday. I might have been tired. Look, I had a great weekend. Uh, Saturday. Friday, 30, uh, 30th lunch for a mate's, uh, or mate 30th, obviously, long, long lunch, which I like. They're the best. Lucio's in Paddington, great spot. Great spot. Like ripped and teared, Tom ripped and teared. Saturday, sort of cruised, went up the beaches, went to Narrabeen, walked a dog. Narrabeen? Narrabeen, walked a dog, went to Pet Barn, you know, wholesome stuff. Oh, okay. A couple of beers, uh, went down to Balmoral, cruised. Fucking uh, made a couple of cocktails, and then I watched the footy, right? Don't having a great time. Yeah, I was having a great time. Yeah, time. it was a nice. I was day. on the couch. It was like the five thirty game, yeah. so it got it went from light to dark. Yeah, yeah. I was feeling good. I was on the couch, couple of beers, pizza on the way. Like everything was fucking tip top. Yeah, you'd made you'd made the best of a great a great day. Lovely weather. Everything was going well. But I I sort of I got off in a sense. I got off in a sense, right? Because I fell asleep, Tom, at probably the seventy two minute mark. When we're up by 12, I think my body naturally, after a lot of tension, a lot of stress for five, what is it now, five weeks of losses. We are talking Manly Seagulls right now, for those that don't know. Yeah, I was able to relax because I thought, okay, W. Yeah, finally. Thank God. Well, see, I thought you were going to say that it's like when your body is getting like, when you get knocked out or lose consciousness, it's actually your body protecting itself. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know if I can see the future. I don't know if my body is like in tune. Anyway... I was cruising. I was having a great time. Woke up like three hours later, caught the the very end of the Roosters Canberra game, and I said to Tim, "I walked upstairs." He goes, "Fuck! I don't know how we lost that game." I go, what? What do you mean we won? He goes, "No, we didn't." I go, "Holy shit! Thirty four, thirty two. I can't believe yeah. my eyes." Yeah, vomitous performance. So I then think- I went back to bed. I go, Is- "Fuck it." Is that the worst loss of the year? I think it is personally. And by, like most painful, most fucking shouldn't have lost it. 
Well, of course, of, it, of course it was. We're playing the West Tigers, Dirty Merger Club. Yeah. We had a young hot boy in Josh Schuster who... He's, he was probably the only shiny moment. But he was shiny when he was on the field until he went up for cramps. He was shiny. Yeah. Really shiny. Yeah, new and shiny it just, thing. Everything felt nice. A couple yeah. of new thro- thro- throbbers out there. That, that Morgan... Uh, Morgan Harper. Harper? Who he was I a like shiny the look new of. Thing. Oh, he's a shiny new thing, Tom. Loved Morgan Harper. Unfortunately, things can't shine when they're covered in shit, though, Eddie. And that's what felt like the... But the thing was, we were shiny. Well, we were the, everything was shiny. We were the shiny diamond, right yeah. by twelve points. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, we couldn't be shinier. And then I fall asleep, and we lose. I don't. I mean, I was at my brother-in-law's place for uh, a family lunch, and so I knew that I was going to have to be watching this game on a slight delay on the way home. Ko on the phone. I start watching it. I can't help but check a couple of scores before because I'm obviously a dyed-in-the-wool, manly, true fan. and I just need You need to live know. scores. I need to know. So I'm like, oh, fuck, this will be a good watch then for the way home because we're kicking ass here. We're taking names. I then am watching on the way home and I'm enjoying what I'm seeing, Eddie, shiny, sparkly stuff, shiny new things. Schuster's getting me hard, getting me wet and hard. Morgan Harper getting me wet and hard. <laughs> Morgan Harper, yes. But it was just nice to see shiny new things shiny out there. Shiny new things and the boys are having fun. Because you said to yourself, okay, 2020 a write-off. 2020 filled to the brim with COVID. Yeah. Care, eh? Like 2020 is an asterisk. 2020's fuck. We all know that. It's yeah. an asterisk. If you yeah. win this year, it doesn't really count. No one gives count. a shit. It's not a competition worth its salt this Nothing year. counts in 2020. Nothing counts. So then you look to 2021 and you see shiny new things and you know you're going to play with them in 2021 and you're going to yeah. enjoy yourself. Yeah, exactly. And then I don't know what to think anymore. I'm like, were they shiny? Was it just, was it the light playing tricks? Was it HD light playing tricks or was it the fading HD light playing tricks? I don't know. I don't know anymore. And then I'm watching the game on the way home. And again, everything's shiny. Everything's new. Everything's getting me wet and it's getting me hot. And then before you know it, I just see some messages coming through on the WhatsApp channels going, oh, no. And I think it was a friend of the show and nude soon, Luke Bracey, going, I want to yeah, I, I want to cry or n- I feel sick. And I'm like, what is he talking about? Maybe he's not talking. Well, unfortunately, the, the comment came up in a, a group that we're in called Pro Manly Rhetoric. So you assume that anything going on there from a negative standpoint when a manly game's on would indicate something has gone terribly wrong. That's right. If you're getting a negative message in pro manly, manly rhetoric. rhetoric, then it's almost inevitably going to be negative. Yeah, because you would think because it's a it's a almost, well, it's a pro manly it's, it's pro it's pro manly. We try and keep it positive in there. It's been tough the last six weeks. He said he was going to be sick, and I'm watching it with 20 minutes to go, and I'm like, should I be turning this off right now? And he's like, hold on, we're not done yet. And I'm like, Luke, should I be turning this game off now? I've got 25 minutes to go. And he's like, turn off the game now. Turn it off. Turn it off. So I just skipped to the end and watched the final three minutes where we properly lose it. It becomes official. Mm. And Mm. I mean... Rocks and diamonds, baby. No, 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 no. No, it's been... It's been rocks for a while now. (laughs) There was some, yeah, it's, it has. It's been rough. Look, I'm trying to look for positive yeah, stuff. Listen, we love Manly. We love all the boys out there. You know we love you. And, and we know that everyone at the club listens. But fuck me. <laughs> that was tough to fucking handle. My old man, 
also a huge Manly fan. He created me. He created a Manly fan. Yeah. He was fucking furious to the point where he didn't realize he was angry. And he started calling me up later on being pissed off that Sonny Bill wasn't on the field. And I'm like, is, is this about Sonny or is this about the Manly game? And he's like, fuck, I th- I, you know what? I think it might be about Manly. Because <laughs> I'm like... You know he's playing off the bench, Yeah, I'm like, yeah, he was named on the bench. He's like, why isn't he fucking... He has 40 minutes he hasn't played. I'm like, listen, dude, I know I'm upset as well. Manly lost. It's been a fucking horrible day. Fuck. That was the nice thing about falling asleep. I got to tell you. Yeah. Like ignorance is bliss, yeah. Tom. It really is. And that saying could not be more true when you're in the doldrums and it's been rocks for five weeks and you can't buy a W and you're losing to DMCs. That's and, what made it worse. And the, the world. Tigers. Of, and then we've got lippy people who, you know, like Watto Senius messages. No, no one knows who Watto is. <laughs> no. And I'm not even going to explain who the fuck he is to any of you because it's not worth my time. <laughs> But he put the most rogue photo of a tiger's penis yeah. in this group we're in that looks like a flower. I didn't know what was going on. I was Googling shit like, what's a hamstring look like? What's a fucking... It looked like sushi. I was trying to find... It looked like something you'd eat. Yes. At a high, at high-end sushi restaurant. And, uh, something that serve at Dan. I was forced to then ask... What, oh, what the fuck is this? And he's like, it's a tiger's penis. And I'm like, fuck you. But also, we deserve that. Oh, we deserved it. But I'm saying that's what, that's what, we that's to what deal my with. Saturday turned into. Yeah, looking at tiger's penises. Yeah. Before that, I was looking at shiny new things. Yeah, eating exactly. pizza at five o'clock. Living nice and early. Having like in and out of sleep. Living my life. Drinking beers. And, and it sounds by like, myself. It sounds like also like half asleep because you'd been sinking piss all day <laughs> intermittently. <laughs> Yes. Cocktails. Yeah. You had margaritas before five o'clock. Mate, I was on the margaritas at two o'clock Jesus. in the Negronis. It was it was a glorious day. And all, all for nothing. All for fucking nothing. Now, not so much so that I was getting messages from Tigers fans going, oh, listen, mate, we like mid-game, obviously. Again, I'm not watching it yet, going, oh mate, we fucking suck. Like, oh well, good game. You know, oh, we fucking lost again. Tigers suck. I'm thinking, this is sign sealed delivered. I can't wait to get home and watch the highlights, watch the game, watch Desi's press conference, watch the boys get interviewed after the game, watch the highlights again, and then just go to sleep. But also dare to dream about top eight footer. Well, I mean, are we still a chance? <laughs> Mathematically. I don't get know. the calculators yes. out. Get the quant models fired up. Can we make it? Yes, we can. No, we can't. No, no, we can't. And you know what else I'm concerned about now, Eddie, is that I, I am imagining that we're going to get some licks in the bloody dribbler hotline. Oh, well, uh, I'll give you the hot tip, mate. There has been a lot of dribbles come in, and I reckon 50% of them are licks. Yes, I think it's a licks-based dribbler dribbles. And they were getting us on the P's and D's page as well. They didn't miss oh, us I know. Look, I know. Look, sometimes I don't, have to, I don't have to look. I don't have to look if you don't want me to. No, but invariably I do. Because I know it's like a, you're a sucker for punishment. It's like, what are these guys saying about us? And it's all fuck manly rhetoric, but it's just like... <laughs> Anyway, so, you know, it is what it is. Listen, did that intro turn into the manly portion of the podcast? Yeah, it did. Did it turn into a vent? Yeah. It may have. It was tough. It did. But shout out to, to Josh Schuster. Shout out to Josh, shiny new Josh. Shiny Schuster. Uh, shiny Schuster. Uh, love the, the cut of your jib, as it were. Well, Benji said best debut in... Ever. He's ever seen. Ever. The greatest debut ever. Of all time. That's what he said. And that's they, a that's a three hundred and twenty seven gamer saying that. Premiership yeah, yeah, winner. Yep. 
who Golden is boot who's all shine. Yeah, spent a, built a career on shine. He built time. a career on being shiny. That's for damn sure. So if he's calling you shiny, best shiniest debut of all time, shiny Josh Schuster. Yeah, love him. Big boy too, throbber. Yeah, and he, well, he's a big hard. Was he, was he playing five eight? Am Fuck I yeah, correct? he was, yeah. bro. Big, Tough footy. Big hard running five eight could kick. Wanted the ball. Wanted, wanted the, the ball nut. The, wanted the nut in the big wanted moments. The wanted the nut. Give me the ball. Now I don't want to bag anyone. No. But I, I would like a penned letter explaining why Shiny Josh hasn't been seen on the park this season. Where's Shiny Josh been? Not even a fucking bench spot. And I'm not I'm not shitting on the people that were filling in the six no, jerseys before that. I'm just saying, saying Josh is a shiny thoroughbred on the rise throbber who, according to Benji, the shiniest debut all time. I'm just wondering. Why he couldn't buy a run? What, what, Why he couldn't buy yeah. a fucking couple of minutes holding the Steeders? Who's sh- and, and remember this, Eddie. Shiny Josh hasn't played a fucking game of football since, like, no, what, he can't. COVID? Can't. There's Shiny no, there's Josh no hasn't even footy. had a game. And he's running around the park by himself. Kicking a footy to himself, chipping, chasing, grabbing to the corner. Might pick up my place. Wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if he was going down to Oztag competitions across the city and looking for a run. And just being shiny. And just and just trying to shine more. Because yeah. he can't he's he's not getting a run off Dares. No. Now he's got one. Well, yeah. I mean you, you think to himself, good lord. Did it take us missing out on the eight before Shiny Josh gets a fucking run? <laughs> fucking hell. He should have been there when we're in the eight. Looking for the four. Looking for the MP. Yeah, pushing for Dally M's. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I, I mean, look, I, I hope... I'm not a coach. I'm no, not a coach. No, and we're no. not X's and O's We're not guys. X's and O's guys. But I know shiny when I see it. Yeah. We are connoisseurs of shine. <laughs> and shiny Josh Schuster is dripping in shine. Uh, but so, I mean, I guess that's... You know, that probably bolsters our argument that 2021, probably a premiership year for us. A lot of synergy in 2021. I like it. Shiny Josh probably turns 21 next year. Who knows? I think he's only 19. Fucking hell. So we got at least... We got almost 20 years of Shiny Josh. Is he 21 in 21? He is... If he is, we win the comp. Uh, Oh, nothing on his Wikipedia page about when he was born. If he's 21 in 21, he would be born in 2000, would he not? That's a wig out. Oh, yeah. Well, dude, Fafita was born in 2000. Yeah, he's 19. So Turning 20 turning this year? 20 next year. That'll do. I'll take that. We'll win the comp. <laughs> he obviously slept through Sonny Bill's uh, 13 minutes of rugby league. I actually, I actually got up, I think, just when Sonny had taken the field. Probably missed the first couple of minutes, but he was looking for nut. He was, he was begging for it. Well, yeah, he was... Absolutely. He was getting a lot of it. He was begging for nut. He only played 13 minutes, so if you missed the first couple, then you probably only saw 10. Uh, yeah, Max, um, maybe saw eight. He was look. I mean, it was just like whatever. I think that's also what angered my uh, my father. Again, he doesn't. What did so people expect? Did I think they that's expect what I, eighty minutes of of two thousand thirteen fucking Sunny yeah, Bill Williams or like two thousand four Sunny? I mean, he really? was like, he was like, what the fuck? I'm like, mate, listen, he hasn't played footy in six months. He's come back. Rugby league's a different game. And, you know, the six again call, for example, he came in. Sonny looked a little too excited, maybe. He was also playing... He's trying a, to do too much in the middle. He's also playing a pretty good outfit in, in Canberra, right? Like Also I, playing in the middle that he's never played before. Again, that's when my old man's like, you're fucking th- You're making an easy game sound difficult. I'm like, bruh, I'm just telling you, Pops, it's fucking different, mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it just is. He hasn't played for fucking six months... He's been playing in the Super League, yeah. which 
I don't think we need to explain to the punter and the dribbler is fucking beta as hell. Yeah. For a Toronto There's nothing shiny side. about the Super League. No, no. It's as dull as you get. There's no colour there, mate. No, nah, no. Nah, it's tin. That's black and white photography stuff. Yeah, it is. It is. Dull. Real dull. Uh, so, yeah, it was whatever. He'll probably get better. But, dude, he looks so tired after 13 minutes. Yeah, yeah. He oh, looked... Yeah. When he walked off and, like, Angus Crichton came and gave him a slap down, he gave a very telling look of, like, that... I'm fucked here. I believe Sonny Bill's been quoted before, though, as saying, for example, that rugby league pre-seasons are so brutal because you need a big engine to mm. play rugby league football. Yeah. And not easy to just pick up in a couple of weeks. And he's engine. 35 as fuck. Like, he is not young. Like, he wasn't going to get, you know, first grade NRL engine ready stuff when he was in quarantine. No. Running around his hotel room, wasn't no, he? No, no. Unlikely. He needed Valvoline. And Valvoline only comes from on the field performance. Well, it's week in, week out stuff, Tom. Yeah. It's the grueling week to week monotony of, of rugby league rugby football. football. In, the first, in the top grade. In the top grade. Speaking of things that are shiny as fuck that uh, we're going to miss just in that game, John Bateman, going back to the Super League, has got to be one of the great travesties in Mm. NRL history. He is so good, and the Super League is so not shiny. He put in the he like he put in a grubber for himself to score a try. He's an animal. The Raiders, since he came back, have looked like a different side. Not to get X's and O's, but like. Why didn't we work out how to keep him here? You just say to yourself, listen, John, I know you've got a daughter back home, but we've got schools over here. Bring her out. Bring the ex Bring her out. out. Bring her out for, for a, couple of, a couple of beautiful years down south in the Southern Hemisphere, in the greatest country of all, which you know already. Mm-hmm. If you're not happy with Canberra, I'm sure there's someone else that'll pick you up. Anyone else. Uh, anyone else? Exactly. We'll take you on the peninsula if you want to come up. Uh, we'll make room. But look, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you where to go. All I'm saying is, when your career's said and done, brah, and you look back at your dull years, all of them basically in the Super League, where you did a bit here and you did a bit there, you'll think back to that shiny year or two. Was it two years? I think it's been two years at Canberra and go, "Good lord, that was shiny, wasn't that it? That was shiny stuff. God, that's the light in my life." Yeah. That's the light in my life, and I let it go. Why? Selfish reasons, yeah. really. For my daughter, I suppose. <laughs> That's not selfish. In fairness, I can understand. No, of course, I get that. I get I that. Get and it. you would never. It's not his fault. It's the NRL's fault. They should have been thrown, or whoever's fault. They should just be throwing ass loads of cash at someone like that. IMO. All I'm saying is bring the daughter out. Yeah, work it out. That's what the Burgesses did. Let's just completely uproot and move to Australia. Uproot. And we're saying that for John's career. Yeah, bring your whole family over because you're just wasting. And your because we're wasting like, your talent, the Super League. That's right. We like to see good football down here. That's yeah. all we like to see. And you're wasted. You're wasted. Um, but the Chooks looked good, didn't they? Chooks did look good. Now this is a complete rumor and innuendo that I just overheard from a couple of birdies chirping. <laughs> um. As it is spring, Eddie, and the birds are chirping. Oh, they're chirping. They're chirping, all right. And they're singing songs. Singing songs. Rugby league songs. Rugby league songs. That's my team sort of rhetoric. Mm. If the Roosters win this year, Trent Robinson may stand aside for Craig Fitzgibbon. You know how Fitzgibbon just hasn't taken any of these coaching roles? Like, he's been an assistant coach for, like, 40 years. Mm. And everyone's like, uh, 
every club's like, oh, Dragons, we would like you, Craig Fitzgibbon. The Warriors, like, we'll take you, Craig Fitzgibbon. He's like, nah, 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 nah. Again, this is such, such fucking take this with a grain of salt as absolute dribble. But if Trent wins three on the trot, like, what's the fucking point even? What's the point in going around again? Go for four? Money. Well, sure, but, like, you can get... Oh, you're saying go to another team. You can show another team. Or, right. like, go to, like, overseas or, you know, do something else. It's like... Well, he's not going to go overseas. Are you telling me, Eddie, if you've won three fucking rugby league premierships in a row and then uh, a rugby league team in the south of France goes, we'll pay you $2 million a year to come and coach out a bunch of losers... Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'd be like... Catch but you're not going to go. But you're not going to go to Northern England, are you? Fuck no, man. Freeze your ass no, off. No, no. Expect him to be sipping bloody rosé in the south of He's France. He's going to go somewhere that talks to his sensibilities. Yes. Yes. And that is, I don't give a fuck anymore, basically, yeah. because I've won three, four in a row comps, three in a row, and maybe I'll go away and have a sabbatical in the south of France. Well, and after then I'll come back. Well, that, that's sort of where you get when you dominate at that level. You get sabbatical time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when Pep Guardiola won fucking a thousand trophies in a row at Barcelona, he went he went on a sabbatical. I think that's what you do after you just drip success. Yeah, you Look, sabbatical up. Yeah, let me go coach a bunch of beaters who don't give a fuck. But not even. No you just cares. you go put your feet up and let the the offers roll in. Yes, you know oh, what I mean. Of course, yeah. The yeah, sabbatical yeah. for the the procuring of offers. Yes, your feet are up while the offers, offers come roll in. in. Yes, and your manager stands there and. Collects them for collects you the and offers, serves them to you on a plate, amongst other them to things. Me on a plate and order them in order of most money to even more money. <laughs> Thank you. That's what you do when you win three in a row. I'd like that. Again, I hate. Now, the hang on. Is that why Craig? Let's back to Craig. Is that because Craig's like, we'll definitely win, so I'm going to stay because I want to take over the Roosters, my beloved club. Well, I don't think anyone can say we'll definitely win, Eddie. Uh, it's right. But is that league. his thinking? I think there's. I think the succession. This plan, what happens. The succession plan is Craig. Yeah. Now, because is Trent that old? No, dude. He's like 43, 44. If that. Because that you would be look, my bet. Yeah, he's forty three. There you go. Look at me. Look at I'd, me. I'd, look at me. Because you just look at the successful clubs and you just think to yourself, well, they've all. Or the successful coaches, rather, they've all sort of hung around, right? So Trent won his first comp when he was in his thirties. That's outrageous. That makes me sick. Yeah. He was, what, 38? What are you in, 2013? 2013, yeah. Really, 35? When the fuck was that? Don't trust my maths. That was seven years ago. 36. 36. Was he there that. the year before that? When did he arrive at the Roosters? It was Roosters? his first year. No, he arrived in... It was his first year. Yeah. 36. So young. Four years from now, I would be coaching... Sorry, five years from now. Christ. He was the youngest coach in the NRL. At the time when he won that premiership. Trent. See, ah, oh, good Lord. Some people just get it good, don't they, Tom? Well, he's, listen. But you got to rack up wins, W's, And I mean, cramps. also, like, it's not like he's coaching a... The crazy thing is, like, he's obviously not coaching a shit team, but the Roosters... But success attracts success, mate. That's, but what I mean is, like... He's built the culture. Yeah, and the Roosters, um, you don't hire losers very often you know what I mean or if they do they get rid of losers real quick if you're a loser you're out look if you if you did the wool pull and you're a loser who act like a winner but then reveal yourself as a loser you were purged quickly yeah and not 
uh, nicely. No, you're gone. Yeah. Yeah, shot overnight. Sort of yeah, stuff. exactly. Trent's, Out the back. Trent's record for the Roosters is good, but also weird. He's got three premierships, three preliminary finals, and one 15th place in the middle of all that. The 15th place was when uh, Mitchy Boy, Mitchy Boy king, of, king of Clubland football, yeah. king, of, king of the regular season, yeah. humped the dog, and they just couldn't get it right. And rugby league is a lot closer than you think. And if things can fall apart... If things fall apart, they fall apart quickly. Yeah. What year was that? That was 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How many minor premierships has he got? He's got a few of them as well. Um, they used to rack them up with Mitch and not win the big dance. Yeah. Loved him. Loved a minor prem without a prem. I think he's only got two minor premierships. Mm. Maybe three. I'd be Dior in that three, Dior. Yeah, I'm trying to Dior. I'm not happy mm. with that answer. I'm not happy with that mm. answer because it doesn't go with our... Our tale of the tape. Our... No, it's not how I remembered it. No, I remembered it to be like 12. Which implies you're incorrect. Yeah, you'd have to be wrong at that point. Um, Eddie, what did you make of... Uh, or should I wait for him to get the the, the minor prems before we move on? Uh, we got four. Right, Dang! There you go. Right, I was a bit off. Fuck! Did you just guess? <laughs> no, I was looking. I was on a different thing, and it was like, oh, finish this year, this oh, year, and it didn't Dave. mention 2018. Because, oh like, no! Fuck! I'm ropeable, Dave. <laughs> hey, I had a tough day today. Again, we were. Dave had a tough day. Rough Monday. Another tough yeah. Monday. <laughs> Look, um, we were right as usual. Of course, we were right. Um, what did I make of? Chatty Townsend's... Uh, I thought it was absolutely outrageous. And I outrageous? loved every second of it. It was fantastic. I was like, holy shit, Chad from Chad putting on one of the great hits. One of the great brain fade hits. <laughs> I don't know, he didn't know where he was. Nothing about it made sense. No, he was Nothing like... Nothing about it made sense. It is, the, it is your quintessential brain snap. Like, when Hopper would do something to someone, it's like, that isn't really a brain snap because he does it all the time. Whereas this is like, oh, this was the snapping of one's brain. But I, I couldn't work, I couldn't work out what he was t- intending. It was just, it was just simply outrageous. He jumped, he jumped, he jumped, he jumped, and there was no tackle. It was all shoulder. What was fantastic about Arm it? Arm by the side. It was, was glorious. Pong has like already got a broken nose and his like fucking things in his nose to stop the bleeding just flew out and made it look even better. Looked like his teeth had yeah, come out. Yeah, looked like his teeth had come out. Now, people out there going, shouldn't have been sent off now. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm actually a little bit from that school, but I'd love to hear why you're not. Basically, because it was a blatant shoulder charge and he fucked him up. Mate, he jumped into his head with his arm by his side and it was a shoulder charge and he, like, it was it was almost attempted murder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he's lucky he didn't go to prison. Like, fair income. I just thought if maybe, that's not if that's not a send off, what is? I don't know. Maybe just ten in the bin for that. Run into his head, jump into. Well, it. he didn't apparently hit him in the head. It was like it looked worse than it well, was. Maybe mate. ten in the bin. Now, can we Dior try this? Can you get Chad's fucking Chad Townsend's Instagram page up because he did put up like a his version of events. Hey, what's going on guys? Just wanted to quickly touch base in regards to the incident over the weekend. If you haven't heard yet, I have accepted the early guilty plea. And that means I'll be out for the next three games. Um, After speaking to, you know, our coaching staff, John Morris and our legal team, we decided that just the 
the risk of you know challenging and losing and, and getting that five game suspension was just too high and, and something that you know we all agree was was probably not the right thing to do so we've accepted uh, the early guilty plea it's obviously extremely disappointing to miss you know the next three games um, it's been a rough few days I never went out there to intentionally shoulder charge um, obviously you know with those 20 taps everything happened so quickly and I was just competing and and trying to do something good for my team and um, you know I've never been sent for 10 uh, let alone sent off in my whole rugby league life and I've been playing for a long time so I'm still grub. a little bit disappointed about that um, <laughs> out net grub but yeah that's about it guys so um, peace spoken like a true grub people. yeah thanks to everyone who has sent me a message um, not buying it to me to check in <laughs> Um, appreciate you guys, so take care. Uh, I'll be there back you go. Soon. Nah, look. Look, hey, you know, nice words from Chad. Chad's obviously pretty shaken up about it. Yeah, Chad. I don't yeah. think anyone ex- thought there was malice in it. I, but it, it was just, just like, Chad, bro. It just reeked of a fucking brain fart. Yeah, yeah, yeah It was yeah. an absolute shocker. Yeah. He obviously didn't mean it, but it didn't look good. Now, that brings me more to, like, Kalen Ponga. He, I, I reckon this year's been more impressive than his year where he almost won the Dalian, which I believe was last year, mm. where he came second in the Dalian, because he has been getting absolutely pumped mm. by every team, and yet he's still pulling off. Like, he scored three tries in that game. He had a broken nose. His mm. nose is broken. Mm. He was getting abs- he's been getting absolutely pole And that's been- what the great players tend to they try and work over the greats. Yeah. Work them over. And it just and it's been impressive and it doesn't to work. see that it doesn't work. He's like he's been sent for Three or four HIAs this season as well, where it's like, oh, dude, he's been he's gone to like jump for a ball and he's just been taken out or like you know getting pumped as he lands. Cooper Cronk used to get ironed out all the time. Jonathan Thurston used to get ironed out yeah. all the time. It doesn't work. No, but it doesn't work on that's the. That's what I found very impressive. Where I'm like, Ponga, he's got all the shine, Eddie. Oh, he's shiny, tough. but he's also got he's got like he's tough. He's tough as teeth. He's tough as teeth. Look, you, and you probably look at him and go, he's not he's not tough. He's weak. Flashy. He's flashy. He's all boots. You yeah. know what I mean? No. Nah, well, he's incorrect. all shine. Well, yeah. but you know, shine. Well, shine more positive. Yeah, it's more positive. But like shiny people usually have shiny boots. Yes. And that's, and that's fine. That's fine. But he's toughest too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Underneath that shine is just good, honest rugby league toughness. Mm, mm, mm. So anyway. I, think that, I think he gets that from the old man. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, the, the, it's Maori the, the Maori in him, for yeah, sure. 100%. The warrior in him, Tom. Yeah. I don't think... What else would it be? Because he's getting ironed out. He's getting flattened. I couldn't think of anything worse than getting a broken nose, firstly, and then having to keep playing rugby league I don't football. know how they do it. I don't know. I couldn't think of anything worse. Like, I stub my toe and I'm out. Day's over. Day's out. ruined. My out. day is ruined now. Well, and I'd be rolling that into probably the next day and maybe the day after that. A stub toe doesn't heal overnight. No, it doesn't. But I'm saying, as a, at a minimum, Tom, the days are wipe off. And then, as, yeah, the days are wipe off. And then the next two days, it's like, what do I do here? Because there's a chunk of skin hanging off my toe. And then I'm wearing thongs, obviously, because I want it to breathe and dry out as quick as yeah. possible. But if the yeah. wind catches it, it blows it in a weird way, and it's painful. Yeah, now it's painful. Now I'm hit, now I'm I'm limping everywhere. Check this fucking nail, ingrown nail on the corner of my yeah. pinky finger today. I swear to God. I had a five-minute period where I just had to sit there with my eyes closed today and just be like, the pain will go away at some point. Mm. Just sit with it. Yeah. Don't let it overwhelm you. Yeah. 
but it fucking hurts, dude. I swear to you, you touched this thing in the wrong way. Have I'm, you have you addressed that? You got some no? Because I you just tried to rip it out. Yeah, with I my know. Teeth. Did you get it? No. That's why. See, you got to you got to address it. But to your point, Tom. Sometimes it's too painful. Even the ingrown nails throwing us. Yeah, it's thrown me out. What about if you get a pimple? Right on the borderline of your lip and your like your actual lip and your upper lip, and you get yep. a little pimple there, and you got to get rid of that. That or that, one to right like on the inside of your nose, of your nose yep. dude. Awful. Awful. Wipe you out. Ulcers can wipe you out. Ulcers will wipe you out. Not can wipe you out. Will wipe <laughs> you out. You have something like uh, salty. Mm. Get into an ulcer in the mouth. Mm. It's all over. It's all over. Thanks. For, like, good luck. Yeah. Good luck. So, so have triple zero handy. These are all innocuous everyday injuries, Tom, that cripple man and woman. Yeah. So the fact that they're running out there getting poleaxed week after week. By like 120 kilo giants. And getting up and just playing on. I mean, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you broke your nose and you just going to score three tries. You've got to be tough as teak. Yeah. I'm no longer tough as teak. No. Never was. Never was. We've lost the teak. Teak's gone. Teak ran off. Yeah, we're teak free. We're teak free. Look, We're all shine. <laughs> No take here, baby. No, no, no. This is all shine. So congratulations to Carlin and to the Newcastle Knights who are going okay. Look, they won't win a fucking competition this no, year. No, they won't. No, they cool. won't. If anyone thinks that they're going to get to even the grand final qualifier, I no. No. They're, listen, they're... The they're first a, week final type They're a stuff. bit of fun. They're, they're a, a bit, bit of fun. fun. Yeah. Um... I don't know if there's too much else. I know we've sort of had a couple of things there. Kieran Foran's injured again. I feel sorry for Kieran. He might there was yarns that he was going to come back to Manly. There's heaps of yarns. Listen, did his peck. I'll allow Kieran back at Manly, but not for much money because he's so injury prone. I think Kieran knows that, and as we've said, we've got a shiny new toy, so we can't. I think I want to bring Kieran back, Tom, if I may, just because he's had some tough years. Yes. And I like Kieran. Well, I feel like he's been he's got a Brookvale curse where it's like he's just had a, a wretched run ever since he left the club. As soon as he left the peninsula, things have gone from bad to worse. And I don't want to see a good, honest, tough footballer like Kieran, who's won a prem for the club, Tom, yeah. left out in the wilderness. No. So if he wants to come in, help shiny new Josh become the out and out footballer that we hope he will be. Yeah. Play a mentor role. This is how you attack the line. This is yeah. how you give late, really late nut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just get around the boys and instill a winning attitude, yes. a winning culture. This is what I did in thirteen, uh, in twelve, eleven, rather. Because the fact Fuck. that he's the fact that he's uh, kept coming back from these injuries shows a toughness. To oh, Kieran. he's tough. He's, he's tough. tough. He's tough. He's tough. He's tough. He's tough as tea. Um, so I think there's a place for Kieran at the right price. Yes. I think Kieran acknowledges that's going to be absolutely fuck all. Well, I. <laughs> But there is, but there is a place in the dressing room. Yes, Tom. yes. See, but he turned down three hundred grand a year, I think, at the Dogs. I'm thinking more like one hundred and fifty. Yeah, it's just. I'm talking like well, what's what's the minimum? Well, post pec injury, it's the price has gone through the floor. What's minimum? We've dropped the ass out of the what's price. minimum. The ass has dropped out, but yeah. you're living back on the beaches. Yeah, you're around the greatest club of all time. Yeah. you're back with Des, who's your homie. And and listen, we'll we'll build in some incentives into this puppy. If you get shiny Josh shiny, mm, 
And, it, you know, let's say... Then, then you could be shining another you ring. Could, but you could be shining another ring because then you can start playing a role. And listen, even if shiny Josh shines from the bench while you shine on the field, he still had some fucking go about him this season for the Dogs. When he got a couple of games together... Mate, take the injuries away. You're like, holy shit, this boy can play. He can play rugby league football. But he's played like 30 games in three years at the Dogs. And it's so just it's not enough. drop the ass out of the price. We're dropping the ass out. We're dropping the ass out, but we're extending an olive branch, if that's the right word. Maybe not. It's an olive branch of sorts. It's, of it's sorts. a life raft. It's a life raft. It's yeah. a door. It's the proverbial door for Rose when the Titanic's sinking. Mate, we'll pick you up in the chopper and we'll bring you back across the spit. Yeah. How's that sound? How's that sound? Get you, get get the fuck out of Belmore, bruh. Bruh. Belmore does not work well with you. No. Doesn't It doesn't talk to him. You know what well, I mean? Kieran, doesn't nurture him the way that... A clearly a beaches guy. And then he goes to Parramatta... Nightmare. Then he goes to New Zealand. No beaches around there worth a fuck. Nightmare. Comes back to the dogs. You need a chopper to go to the beach from Belmore. Mm. Nightmare. Get him back to beaches. Mate, we'll pick you up at the chopper and you won't have to worry again. No. You'll be dipping your head in the Pacific every second day. Yeah. Having an absolute field day, mate. Enjoying your life again and teaching Sean and you, Josh, how to win comps. Yeah. So you can shine another ring. Yeah. Now that's our offer to you. And if you don't like it, then stay in Belmore. Well, he can't because they've... Well, then, I don't know what... You're like, yeah. mate, go to the Northern England we'll and go, good luck we'll... swimming in the fucking Arctic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we won't be there with a towel when you come out freezing cold. No, exactly. You'll be toweling yourself you'll off, mate. All by yourself with those pebble stone shit beaches. Uh, yeah, and then you get... Brown a... sand. Yeah, enjoy walking up to your car on those pebbles, bro. Stub your toe in that weather, dude. That's a, that'll write you off for a month. Yeah. Uh, but all the best. Obviously, we'd love to see you back at Manly for the right price. That's right. And Which the price is... is fuck all. Minimum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Match yeah. payments. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really care about the Tigers-Russell Packer thing anymore. Russell Packer and Josh Reynolds leaving the game early. Do you have an opinion about it? Like, of course you'd leave the game early if you were playing for the Tigers... You are a DMC club. You know in your heart of hearts you're fucking awful. And those guys aren't even playing. They're not... And you're getting pumped. Shiny Josh is having a field day. Yeah. Young Morgan, throbbing. Obviously, Jake Javoyevich just running a mark. Scoring tries. Deli Cherry Evans going, yeah, I'm still the Australian halfback. And yeah. you just think to yourself, okay. Fuck this game. It's cold. I'm going to hop in the car. I'm going to go home for a bath. Yeah, I get that. He wants to put a, he wants to put Sonny Bill on the TV. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. He wants to. Yeah, he wants to watch Sonny like the rest of us. I I get it. Yeah, I get why he left. Mm. Well, did you hear Packer's excuse? Kind of whatever. The one West Tigers official came out and said he understands why Russell Packer would have left the game because the cold weather could aggravate his arthritis, which apparently he has. There you go. <laughs> the guy's got arthritis, even though he was 18th man and potentially playing that night. The arthritis and the cold could have been too much for Russell. Look, all jokes aside, it wasn't that cold. All jokes aside. Like, it wasn't cold enough that a fucking jacket and a jumper wouldn't fix the problem, right? So I think we see through that. Yeah. And let's just talk about what it is. It's a shit club who can't win shit. And they're dirty. They're not Getting pumped. They're not getting picked. They're getting pumped. It's like, of course I'm going home. Manly shit the bed. Obviously, we've been through it. Yes. So then in the fullness, in, in hindsight, you go, oh, maybe I should have stayed because we won. But like, let's be honest, 99 times out of 100, they don't win you that game. You lose that game. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I'd rather be at home in the bath. Yeah, than watching this shit club play shit. And I wasn't picked. So fucking belt it. And I also didn't have to be there. 
And then all these like legends and stuff are like, I should be kicked out of the club and fucking <laughs> never come back. Oh my god. Relax, guys. Oh god. You're not that good a club. Don't, don't pretend like your standards are so high. Who even leaked that to the media? Uh, I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares that Russell Packer went home at halftime? Does and, anyone care? And friend of the show, Josh Reynolds. Love Josh. Shout out to Josh. But like Josh could put his hoodie up and walk out and no one would have noticed, would they? I don't think anyone did notice. I think someone was just like, oh, where are they in the post-game fight? Someone at the game would have watched it. Someone, Or maybe someone in the club who had a bloody axe to grind. That's my point. Someone's, someone's Dude, out there grinding everything axes. leaks out of that Tigers club. When when Madge had a bloody like honesty session with him and was like, or apparently the, the players came to Madge and were like, you too, you're trying us too hard. It's like, bro, you guys suck and you're upset that you're training too hard. Madge has won rings. You guys haven't made a finals for fucking nine years. Maybe stop being such pussies and deal with his shit. Like, maybe he knows what he's doing. Mm. Madge is training us too hard. It's too serious. It's not relaxed enough. It's like, bruh. It's too... It's not... Oh, my God. And then that leaked. So they have this conversation and Madge probably just told them all to shut the fuck up. And then it leaks to the media. It's like, well, this is great. This club leaks like a sieve. What do you make of Benji? Disrespectful to a shiny legend. I think it's disgraceful. It's fucking disgraceful. How hard is it to, to come in and go, mate, come in either for a schooner... And we'll give you the hard news. Or we can, if it's the morning and you're not way inclined, we can go for scones and tea. I don't care. We can come over to your house, bring you a hamper and apologize in person. Come over with a bottle of wine, maybe a six pack and go, can we sit on the couch and and shoot the shit? Talk about the glory days. Talk about what you've done for the club. This isn't going to be a good conversation. I'm going to be honest with you, Benji. It's going to get a lot harder before it gets easier. But that's okay. Benji's a grown up. Benji's Benji's been booted before. This isn't the first time. And instead, Benji reads in the paper that the Tigers are looking to piss him off. And he's like, uh, excuse me? And so then he calls Madge. Madge apparently goes, mate, let me call you back in 24 hours. Poor. And then, and Poor then called, all round. Then called him back in 24 hours and was like, yeah, nah. Sorry, bro. Poor all round. Like, poor old Benji. He's probably thinking to himself, okay, I've come back. I'm going to finish my career. Benji just... also, if we're talking about dropping the ass out of the prices, Benji's on fuck all at the Tigers. But he's here because he loves a club, mate. You know what I mean? And but my point is, my point is, he probably thought to himself, I'm not going to get binned again, am I? Well, he has. Yeah, he and by binned, I mean binned in the wrong way. Well, binned. But binned without respect. Say, yeah, disrespectful binning. Everyone gets binned eventually, but like... He was off. Co- the, I think that the that they were saying was that like he's a he's a victim of being off contract. Like if say someone else, like a one of their other halves. What does that mean? Tom? Well, so okay, so he's off contract this year. He's on fuck all money, right? But his contract ends this year. Sure, but Luke everyone's Brooks, contract ends eventually. Yeah, but Luke Brooks is on, you know, a couple more years. Reynolds is on whatever. I'm not talking. So about- they're saying they got to get rid of him for salary cap reasons. I'm not talking about that, Tom. I'm talking about the way that he was fucking told. Oh, yeah. There's nothing wrong with being like, we don't want you anymore. That happens to every yes. single player in the yes. history of the game unless they retire on their own merit. But that's pretty rare. I'm with you. Right? All I'm saying is they could have gone over with a back, you know, a packet of scotch fingers yeah. and a couple of tea bags if, you, if you're too stingy to bring over a case of piss. Yes. That, that's all I'm saying. And that would have been, that's probably enough. Yes, that would have been enough. And then poor old, none of this would have happened. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, look, that's, this is how loser clubs handle shit, right? That's how you, that's how you do it. When it's you're a, a DMC yeah. and, you've, and you've got absolutely no concept of what's right and what's wrong, how what's up or down, situations. how to act like a man yeah. or a woman and do, do you reckon? Right. Do you reckon Mitch Orbison was retiring this year because, and this is just an opinion here, I, do you reckon Mitch Orbison's retiring because he's like, I'm coming to the end of my career? Or have they gone, Mitch, 
club legend. You've won three premierships, probably going to be a fourth. We got some young throbbers coming through, like Satili Tupanua and your Lindsay Collinses and your Nat Butchers of the world, and we want to keep them. Now, we can say we don't have room for you, and you can try your luck at another club, or you can come out and say you're going to retire, and you look like a fucking legend. Yeah, and also there's something here for you if you want. Yeah, and we'll give you we'll give you a coaching role. That's what that's our offer. But let's be honest, bro. Like it, the, your your stellar career at the Roosters has come to an end. Yes, and you have overachieved. With full respect yeah. to but Mitch, this, but this is this is over four or five beautiful bottles of wine. Absolutely, type. Mitch is flowing like by into this conversation. You know what I mean? Like they're drinking Mitch's birth years. Yeah, right? Mitch is on Mitch is on like a, just a diet of Grange and Frogwire. Yeah, like when, when was when was caviar. Mitch born? Seventy fucking something. You know what I mean? Mitch is forty-five. What was the what? What year was he born? Let's get yeah, him. Yeah, they're dining out on seven grains, seventy-three grains. Yeah. You know what I mean? Having a great time. Five or six bottles yes. before they get to this point. Exactly. A couple of Red Bulls if they want to. Of course, mate, mate. If Mitch wants to, they're there. Yeah, if he wants to, if he to. wants them. Obviously, but, it's, he's a professional and he probably doesn't. But it's just like no. But, but that's the offer, right? That's how you handle it properly. Yes. Birth your Grange, Red Bulls if you want them, and, and just honest... And a grazing plate. And a grazing plate and honest, open conversation. Man-to-man stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Respect. Yeah, time's up. Red Bull. Yeah. Would you like... Could I interest you in some Red Bulls and some Grange? <laughs> time's up. Time's up. Um, do you and like the, that blue cheese? Yeah, we got some like blue, blue cheese. cheese. This is a really nice blue. It's uh, it's aged beyond, It's aged out the arse if you want yeah. to have some. Yeah, it's as old as you are. It's as old, The cheese is older than you as well. <laughs> Red Bulls. You're getting a theme here. Everything is old. Everything's old and basically <laughs> done. <laughs> it's not off. No, it's but not, it will but, be. But it will be next off next year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, but we've got a role for you. We'll find some cash for you to coach. Yeah. But as far as playing goes, no. whereas with Benji, they're just like. <laughs> With Benji, they're almost like you know when you when you like there's something you have to do that you know you need to address and you just don't and it sits in the back of your mind and makes you anxious almost subconsciously sometimes. Mm. Like what is that that's wigging me out? And you're like, oh fuck, I still haven't done that thing I really need to do. Let's just ignore it and hope it goes away, even though it won't. I feel like they just tried to ignore Benji until he went away, but he's like, wait, what? I'm not. You don't want me to come back this year? And they're like, oh yeah, no. <laughs> No, we don't. But also, we're not going to tell you. No, no, we're not going to. Well, you had to come and ask us because it was in the papers. So we obviously ignored it for too long, but we just tried to fucking ignore it. We were hoping you wouldn't say anything and we wouldn't say anything. Yeah. And then people would just go to themselves in 20 years' time. What happened to that Benji Marshall? Yeah, he was shiny, wasn't he? Like, <laughs> they just stopped didn't playing. He, did he just stop and just fall off a cliff? And like no one mentioned he, anything. Is he alive? And then the Tigers are going, fuck, that worked out well for us. It's like, well, that's fuck, just that not... well. That's not how it works. You absolute dead shits. When has it ever worked? That just a modicum of professionalism <laughs> is all we're asking for here. For the guy that led you to a premiership, the most famous flick pass in NRL history, yeah. and you can't what? even fucking let him know? One of your favourite sons. Can't no. even let him know. No, we're just going to try and ignore this until it no longer becomes a problem. Yeah, in the hope that he... Just what, maybe you want him to retire? Do you think about asking him? Do you want to give him an opportunity? Now, poor old Benji, who, again, full respect to him, now he's out looking for another club. Yeah, yeah, he's on the blower again. Yes. He's asking Wayne if he can come, Mate. you know, play the the, 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 
the old the old bull, the old. Can I just if you got anything for me, I'll play for fucking peanuts. But you know what he did? You up don't at... like to see a great go out like this. Why is he, this what? is like the version of the wrestler. He's like but Mickey Rourke. What's he, Rourke, what's he looking for? Doing power bombs at sixty years old. What's he looking for, knees? Benji? Why is he still running around? Mate, what's this about? It's about glory, Eddie. I think. <laughs> is it one? Is it one more premiership? Is that? Does he look at his career and say, "I'm better than one"? Well, he, the poor bastard won one at nineteen, so every year has been a disappointment. That'd be tough. Metaphorically, or like, you know, sort of. I'm sort not saying, of. No, he hasn't been a disappointment. He's been fantastic. No, no. But I like, get... in a pursuit of greatness. One one too early, you think that might be it? Possibly. Well, you know, like, I remember Luke Lewis going, because Luke Lewis won one famously on the wing for Penrith in 2003, and then Clive churched it in 2016 for the Sharks, and he was like, fuck, mate, you just think they're easy as piss when you win them when you're 19, and then it's like, I basically played for the rest of my career trying to get it and didn't, and then now I did. But like when you win one that young, it's like you're um, you're almost like spoiled. Mm. Mm. So poor old Benji's just fucking what? Like now the poor bastard's probably out on the streets with a sign. Will work. Will work for fuck for, all. For fuck all. I've dropped the ass out of my price. Yeah, it's it's tough to watch. It's hard to see. It's Hopefully he gets something. I'm sure he's still good enough to play five games a season and just help a shiny kid. Not at Manly, though, but, you know, there was links with Manly. I'd prefer to not waste the time there, respectfully. Well, we've already we've already got Kieran. Well, that's it. So we don't need you, Benji, unfortunately. No, respectfully. Respectfully. This also, is not a disrespect on Benji. That's the Tigers' job. Also, Benji, we've sort of, you know, we've got a premiership to win next season. Yeah, you don't, You seem like that's not... That's not we don't see that for you, unfortunately. <laughs> now, listen, we aren't selectors, but obviously they are. We've got the year of the coach. We've got the year of the podcast, uh, the, you know, the, the year of the club, and we've already put a line through. <laughs> so. <laughs> All the best. All the best. All the best. Tigers, get him some red. All the get best. Get him some yeah, green. Treat him right. Cheese. Treat him right. Old cheese board, red, Red Bull. We may as well explain that as well, Dior Dave. Uh, you found online uh, merch from the uh, the 2020 World Cup. Yeah, so I think I've got probably a cricket shitposting Facebook page to thank for this. But so the 2020-2020 Cricket World Cup that, yes. that was meant to happen this year obviously isn't happening. So all the merch up on their website is massively discounted. So can get some nice good Aussie wide brim hats. Yeah, that's what we've uh, we've got Eddie doing that right now, punters, dribblers. So we've got the wide brim yellow. Yeah, which is the only. So I mean, like I get a I get a white or Test gold, cricket floppy, you but yeah, you, but we we certainly want Australian gold wide brim hats. Like that's just something that every dribbler should have in their kit bag. Correct. That's a summertime standard for exactly. sure. In the rotation of outfits. We did look for a West Indies shirt as well. Unfortunately, sold out because a lot of dribblers on the side. It would seem, eh? Hey? Um, you can pay after pay if you are short of a, of a, of a dollar. <laughs> Fucking. If you're short of twenty bucks, then you know you can after pay it, which would be four payments of five dollars spaced over. Well, aren't they only five dollars each? Or you got to pay for shipping. Uh, yeah. The old shipping that'll get you, punters and dribblers. Remember that. Remember that. Um, Dave, could you please just while we're waiting for Edward to purchase these, just take us through. 
what happened to you? Was it over the weekend? It was last night. Last yeah. night. Last night. So, as uh, some punters and dribblers might know, NFL season starting up next weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, our, my fantasy league that I'm in, we had our draft last night. Good fun. Got all the boys around. A few beers. Drafted well. But, unfortunately, as I did finish in last place in the previous season last year... I had to succumb to my sacco punishments, as they're known as. Oh, so this is fully off the league. This yeah, is what your initial is... dribble to us was about, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. League. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's kind of how we started our fantasy league. We started watching this show. We're like, fuck, this is funny. Yeah, NFL's yeah, kind of yeah. fun. Let's do it. And then we've kind of taken all our legal rules So because off you that. came last, Yeah, I had, had to humiliate to. myself. So uh, I donned the Lilo and Stitch onesie that sits in the back of my cupboard for all year and never gets used. And I had to perform a few TikTok dances. Uh, and Why yeah. do you own the Lilo and Stitch onesie? That's a great uh, question. That is a great question. I actually took it home from a Halloween party a few years ago. It's not mine. Shout out to a guy called Chad. Who Chad. I'm not even friends with him, but well, yeah, I don't yeah. think he knows I have it. But Chad, if you're listening, you can have it back. We've got the Lilo and Stitch costume, Chad, and we won't be giving it back unless you, there is some sort of financial kickback for us. Yes. Um, so, Punish Dribblers, we did get to see the TikToks. Dave, could we just watch them one more time while we are recording? Yeah. Because it was a joy. Did you want me to plug the sound in? Yeah. 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 I think so. I think that'd be the smart play. Yeah, I think that's fair. They'll be going up onto the two, what, Punish and Dribblers, maybe? We'll see. Yeah, maybe I'll throw them up on the D or Dave Instagram. Yeah, and then probably you'll put them up on the punters and dribblers, I reckon. That could be a, a good spot. For I think put too. them in the punters and dribblers because also it'll incentivize you if you're not a fucking member. That's actually get a your good ass Yeah, there. I think that's where they got to go, Dave. You got to go to the P's and D's page if you want to see these. Not the D or Dave IG, mm. even though uh, you're going to have to press record up on that oh, thing yeah. as well. Maybe just leave it recording from now. Let's go, Ed. Let's enjoy the shit out of this. This is good. Oh, need headphones on. Quick, 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 quick. This is good, honest content. Oh. Now from the top, make it drop. That's some wet. That's some wet. Now get a bucket and a mop. That's some wet. I'm talking wop, wop, wop. That's some wet. Holy shit. Macaroni in a pot. See me do my dance and these thousand dollar pants. Don't just spend me and my man's bad. A whole lot of chumps on your ass. Who's putting dollars on your ears? This nasty nigga is mom to the face. Mate, you're good. Yeah, you actually can move. This is my favorite. Uh, yeah. This is the worst one for sure. <laughs> He's so light on his feet. <laughs> you are. You move well. Fast twitch muscle fire. Mate, I'd bed you. Yeah, dude. Or I'd let you bed me. Do I mean, it was. Pull those out on the dance floor. Not necessarily those moves, but like, you know, have you been known to break it down on a dance floor? Yeah, on occasion, if I've put enough into me and then, you know, I'm feeling nice and loose and ready to go. Like, but, are um, you known for your moves? I wouldn't say I'm known for my moves, no. But I feel like that's because he keeps them inside, right? Like, yeah. Mm. He, he would be known for his moves if he let him out. If he let him out. From what yeah. I've seen. You should be known for you your You should be known. Well, yeah, quite surprisingly, you know, I thought, you know, doing that videos would cause a lot of harm to my personal brand and whatnot, but <laughs> it's actually been quite the opposite. We've got some good replies, some more follows on the Instagram. There so, you go, mate. You know, it's maybe good a few for people the brand. noticing. Yeah. yeah, you gotta let the hair down, especially when you got moves like that. Well, that's what I'm saying. You can't keep those moves locked up. No. Let that- the world see them. Let the world enjoy them. Yeah. And they will on the punters and dribblers page. <laughs> <laughs> 
Where did yeah. those videos go? Uh, that was just mostly on my mate's Instagram stories. So they put it on their Instagram yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. And I think a couple of them posted on their TikToks, but I don't Huge. know. I don't have TikToks. How many know. of your mates have TikTok? How prevalent is it in the 22-year-old? pretty prevalent. Like a lot. I mean, I would say at least like 60, 70% at Fuck. least. And it's like... Of people put up regular content? No, 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 no. Not putting up regular content. Just like looking at chicks on TikTok. Because it is kind of like a young chicks. It's, and it's, yeah, I mean, it gets into kind of strange areas when the chicks are like 16, 17, and I'm like, bruh, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, looking that's, at these that's girls? red hot stuff. And not in a positive red hot. Like, no. that's like dangerous. Oh, they're young. They're some young, yeah. yeah. TikTok. It's a, it's a young man's game. Mm. I've, look, we were, we were at a lunch uh, yesterday, and a family friend of the Dumbrellas came, and she is, fuck, I don't even know, she'd be like 10 maybe. Or like eight and she's big into tiktok like can do the dances and stuff but like right. she was showing us these videos and a lot of the girls on there are like one of them had millions and millions and millions of followers she wouldn't have been older than 11 i'm like really? what is going and on and is she like sexualized or is it just doing dumb shit oh like i think they're sexualized in the sense that they do dances like dancers become famous and famous and then everyone else does them right and some of them are like and some of them are sexualized so yeah this girl is doing slightly sexual yeah. moves. I would not be letting my fucking. It's pretty intense. It's pretty TikTok, intense. Right? It's pretty mm. intense. Yeah, that's a that's a weird. But it makes you feel old as fuck. I'm like, TikTok's yeah, the look, first... it's, not my, it's not my racket. No, TikTok's the first one where I'm like, oh, I'm out of the loop now a little bit. Did you know that there is young guys who are like 16, 17, 18 that have been put into these houses called like the hype houses or yeah. something, right? Where they just film each other doing tiktok dances it's purely tiktok related like some guy has got these guys i don't know if there's a girl's version but there's definitely a guy's version where they just got these guys living in there and they're all like pretty boys Ugh. and they've always got they've got their little it's app got that photo up and it made me sick to look oh, at this, the photo of yes. people in the house like this sort of thing White bro. house and los angeles tiktok mansion gold, gold rush. rush look at these fucking poon dogs but also, what, they're probably millionaires, so whatever. And they just film content. Los Angeles Hype House, the physical location. What? Oh, that's all good. Uh, physical location of a new content creator collective is a Spanish-style mansion perched at the top of a hill, gated Los Angeles Park. I want to know how much these fuckers are getting paid. Hundreds of millions of views, right? I don't know. I think the guy, but I also heard the guy that started it takes all the cash and just has these like 18, 19 year olds in there filming each other, making him a mozza. How do you make money off TikTok? There's advertising. Right. So. It's like anything, bro. Yeah, well, no, like obviously advertising, bro. But I'm saying like, how does the advertising work in TikTok? Because I thought it was just like, you just see fucking videos or they're like pre roll Yeah, but they're probably in shit. brand, like probably in brands and like doing them for brands. I don't know. Again, I'm out of the loop completely, but I know you can. I know you'd be able to align with brands. No, I'm sure. I just would like to know what cash they're earning. So much tongue out. Oh yeah, there's a lot of the like photos with just a tongue out. But just like, I went around to a friend's place the other day, um, and there were like young kids there, like their kids, and they had mates around. And like they were playing video games like any normal young, like we would have done as well. But then there was like times when I'd just sit there and I just saw them all sitting there 
on phones, which I know we all do, but like when you're young, you're meant to be like wrestling and fucking around. And they were just all sitting there around on phones, and I'm like, Jesus mm. Christ, dude. Yeah, yeah. Go build a fort or something. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. It's it's all phone stuff now, mate. But have all you ever seen stuff. when, like, I don't know, I see it outside the windows of my bar in Bondi because it's Bondi, so of course TikTok's a bloody fad for GM the 12-year-old girls. And they're just outside, like, on the courtyard or whatever, and they'll be literally there for half an hour learning these moves, filming the thing, doing takes of it and takes of it. I'm just like, what dude, are you doing? walked Evie the other day up and down uh, the promenade in bondi beach mm. early bro like and by early i just mean like 7 30 maybe and i'm down the other end like near where the fucking the north end and there are chicks there with like legit cameras and they're just taking photos of each other getting underneath the showers at the end of the beach and then it was like oh now your turn and then now it's your turn and they're just standing there, like pushing their ass out like all the things that we all have come to expect but the things that you walk past and everyone else who's around who isn't doing that is looking at them like what? Like you share so many knowing looks at people being like, oh my God, dude, what the fuck are these chicks doing? But they don't seem to... They don't care. ...give a shit. No, they couldn't give a fuck. And you know that those people aren't making like a living off that. No. That looks like it's purely... They're living, off, they're living off likes and views, mate. If you could live off likes and views, then, you know, there'd be a lot of... Rich chicks out there. Well, actually, you can make money off likes and views. But I think they maybe just get like their bellies filled with the very small, meager amounts of likes and views that non-gigantic influencers get, if that makes sense. I saw them. Like, I wasn't like, you're not like fucking Tash Oakley here. Yeah, yeah I get it. Shout I get out it. to Tash Oakley. Shout out to her. So, look, TikTok, anyway, don't TikTok, get it. TikTok, don't get it. Off But topic. Dave does. Dave's going to be huge. Novak Djokovic, Eddie. Look, Novak, I was going to come on this week, Tom, and talk about how it sort of grinded my gears that Novak of anti-vax fame mm. was in New York trying to steal Grand Slam wins because obviously Roger's not there, Nadal's not there, the King's not there. Nothing counts in 2020. Again, nothing counts in 2020, but Djokovic, you know, always obsessed with surpassing the great Roger Federer, trying to steal a couple. It's a, it would have been such an empty slam win. Trying to steal one. Real beta stuff. Really beta stuff and really Novak stuff. Yeah. Now, we haven't been big Novak lovers on this podcast. Not hard to see why. Phenomenal tennis player. Not going to knock him. One of the greatest defensive players, if not the greatest defensive player of all time. He's certainly top three all time. He's a legit tennis player, but he's a bit of a fuckwit. Now, he has been disqualified overnight, Tom. For hitting a ball away in anger. So he, he'd just gone down 7-6, I think. Can't remember who was playing. Doing. In the first set, mind Yeah, yeah. Like, losing his relax. way. And has hit the ball and it's hit the Lions umpire in the throat. Dropped a cold. Yeah, I dropped her. Oh, dropped her. She dropped like a sack of shit. Windpipe gone to the 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 back of the the spine, as it were. Mm. She's in immense pain. People saying she's milking it, but like, listen, I when am... you cop something to the windpipe, bro, if you cop it neat to the windpipe, you're talking like Darren Lockyer and Cooper Cronk and Anthony Seabold the rest of your life. Yes, that's exactly right. She's now like this. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Novak disqualified. Yeah. Go now on. people are like, oh, it's a bit over the top, but rules are rules, bro. Catch you later, bruh. Rules are rules. Dogovic. Now, Dogovic has skipped the press conference and released a statement, which was, you know, 
polished within an inch of its life yeah, yeah, by yeah. his... I'm sad. He didn't write it. He didn't write it. Exactly right. Which is why people are like, bro, get in front of the cameras. and Get in front of the cameras, Vac. What are you doing, you dog? Like, you want to... What would Roger do? Roger would have been out there in tears. Roger, Roger would been, still be crying. Roger would have given her his windpipe. Yeah, exactly. He's that sort of guy. He's like, here, have my windpipe. Roger probably would have hit it more accurately, killed her, brought her back to life in tears, given mm. her his windpipe, and probably a couple of million dollars in a Rolex. Now, there's been videos surfacing of Novak. In 2016, I believe, he was asked by an umpire, listen, mate, like you lose your temper a little bit and you, you tend to hit balls away. Like he he's done he's got a history of it right, and they're like, are you worried that you know in the future you you might get into some hot water because of it? And he blows up Deluxe at this umpire, being like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like I haven't been suspended, so what are you talking about? Why are you talking about something that hasn't happened anyway? Comes across like an absolute dickhead, and now this has resurfaced. And the king, who just got a hold of it and hates everything Novak, has just been having an absolute field day. King's like. King's like, mate, how many years do you think I would be suspended for if I did 5, 10, 20. Yeah. Real good rhetoric. It's great rhetoric from the king. But my point is, and this is where it all falls neatly into place, Tom, is that karma has caught up with Novak. Because if you try to steal slams from Nadal and more specifically Roger... Yeah then the, the tennis gods are not going to take kindly. It's stolen valor if you win a slam in 2020 and you're the fucking one of the top the only greatest slam. of all time. Well, this, well, the Australian Open was played. But, but like, no... if you're the top three greatest player of all time and you start going out trying to steal slams during COVID, it's like it's stolen After valor. you put on an event that... After you spread COVID everywhere. Yes. Like a fucking idiot. Like, my... But I will say this, though. I do think that chick was hamming it up a little bit. I don't think there's any denying she was hamming it up. She dropped to the floor like she'd been shot in the back of the head. Like now, I, look, would it does it hurt when you get hit in the windpipe? Yes, as I've just said. Of course it does. Is she obviously a massive no uh, Roger fan? Yes. I think you can you can safely make that assumption. Is she pro Roger? Yes. If you were to if you were to remove her U.S. Open umpiring shirt, she would have had RF under of there. Of course baby. she would have. In the new uh, Tara Cash, she's got the new gear, right? She doesn't have the Nike RF. No, She's no, got no. The She's... Tarakash RF. I mean, not Tarakash. Uh, Q, it's a Q. Uniqlo? Uniqlo. She's in Uniqlo. Tarakash. I knew Tarakash, Tarakash felt wrong when I was saying it. Didn't feel right. Tarakash is what Bogans wear to the race. Correct. She definitely didn't have that on. No, she had Uniqlo on because yes. she's she's that sort of supporter. Yes. She's a Uniqlo gal. She now, is. she milked it. She certainly milked it. But Novak also like yeah, but it, but Novak hit a milker. He hit a milker, and you know what? If you're gonna start playing with fire, Vac, yeah, then that's what happens. You got burnt, bro. Yeah, you did, and you're a gimp. So that's like just the part of it, right? Like, yeah, he just tries too hard to win affection, and then he wants to be loved so badly, which I'm all right with. We all want to be loved, you know. We all want to be loved. But sometimes you've just got to say to yourself, relax. "Okay, sure, I'm not going to be as loved as as Roger." Well, you know what? If you just relax a bit and be yourself a bit more, then maybe you'll be loved. But not not this bloody. You know, it's fake. Yeah, it seems hard. It, I don't buy it. it. Seems artificial. Yeah, and as it were, the tennis gods have knocked you down a peg. Now. I may have drawn the ire of my next of kin and extended family because my daughter now, a quarter Serbian or Croatian, both of those actually, and that side of my family, all big VAC fans. But 
We call it down the line here, family ties, no family ties. Well, isn't that an insight into the way that we operate here at Hello Sport? That's it. I don't we care. We call it how we see it. I don't care if my child There's no bias here. You know, got family history there. No bias to see here, Tom. No, nah, you can't be hitting a, an old an old lady half dead already. She's old as shit. But who's out there risking it all to call the lines in the US Open because she loves the game of tennis. Yeah, even though she shouldn't be there and the comp shouldn't be on, she's doing it anyway. She's doing it anyway. And she's not getting paid. She's volunteering. Then I you assume. hit a bloody backhanded fucking... He swatted it. Line driver. He, 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 looked, he looked out his periphery and he thought, ooh, hang on. Fuck this. I can Bang. see the Uniqlo badge underneath her. She probably saw the Uniqlo badge. It's exactly and right. And he just whipped one at her throat. Yeah. Almost killed her. Almost killed her. Yes, she milked it, but she almost died. So, you know. Then, as we said, King Kyrgios comes out and he's like, nah, I've had enough. Kyrgios has been the moral compass of the tennis world in 2020. King, like, it's so funny because King is is a moral guy, Tom. He's got morals. Tom, King's got morals, plenty of them. But the amount of content feeling in, falling in King's lap oh, yeah. this year has been beyond comprehension yeah, yeah king's like uh, he must he wakes up every morning going holy shit look at these absolute idiots like i just do a bit of stuff like you know i get a bit naughty on the tennis court every once in a while oh, is it no he's a showman he's Tom. a showman exactly he's shine he's shine mate he's not he's not shine off the f- tennis court no he's all class well, he's loved up now he's a young kid was 22 up. 24 he's squeezed up beyond with an inch of his life new miso australian bird yeah they love each other all over each other good ACT media. stock Mate, they're sharing inspirational quotes and photos and everything. It's bloody heartwarming to see. King's just a young man finding his voice, finding his feet, finding love for the first time. You know it's his first real love. Oh, yeah. He's never felt these feelings He's wearing like a badge of honour, isn't he? Yeah. He's wearing it like you can see his heart. It's beating pure and strong. And he steers into his problems. He owns up to it. If he's pissed off, he's pissed off. I tell you what, King King wouldn't have released a statement. No. King would have fronted the media, fronted the cameras. And if he had an actual axe to grind with that woman, then he would have been like, yeah, I hit it at her. He would have been like, I saw she was wearing Uniqlo and I didn't like it. I didn't like it. You're not meant to be doing that. That's against the rules. So I bloody pumped one at her throat. But he also wouldn't do that because he's a good guy. That's what I'm saying. It's anti-vaxxer stuff. Yeah. And it's, it reeks of a bloke trying to be loved, trying to steal majors because he thinks if he has more majors than Roger, he'll be loved more than Roger. It's just not going to happen. Not right. how it works, mate. Especially when you steal him. Roger, mate, Roger gets more cheers than anyone wherever he's playing. doesn't matter where you are. Yeah. You can be in Spain and it's a final between... He's at the, French Open, he's at the French Open playing like Songer. And Gail Monfils. Songer's getting crickets, mate. They're booing him. He's yeah. like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, I'm, wait, it's Roger. Yeah, I grew up in This Is My Country and it's like, yeah, but sorry. That Could you imagine that feeling? Could you imagine making the Australian Open final, grinding your ass off and then having 30,000 of your countrymen fucking not cheer for you? That would be so rattling. <laughs> so rattling. That'd be almost impossible to overcome. Yeah, but that's, that's Roger, right? That's Roger. So, mate, crawl back to crawl back to Serbia, lick your wounds, yeah. and try to come back a better man. Learn to cry a bit as well. I'd like some emotion out. I'd love to some I'd love some tears, Tom. Yeah. Tears are free. Tears are free and tears endears. Tears endears. You know? Tears endear. Shout out to who was the dribbler? I fucking I I uh, I clipped him, but I don't I didn't really mean to clip him, but I feel like he maybe felt he was clipped more than he was. So I feel like I should shout him out. But he sent us a DM. What was his name? Now, this may not be his real. I don't know. Jackson Boner. Jackson B-N-N-R. 
I don't know, but Benny. J- Jackson Banner. Well, it's B. It's J C K S N B N N R. Um, and he goes, gentlemen, if you're recording afternoon, please don't forget to talk about Djokovic hitting the ball chick in the throat. I need to hear perspective. And I just said, you mean the biggest news story of the week? Okay, bro, we'll cover it. <laughs> <laughs> and he just he just saw it, and I'm like, oh. He might think I was being a prick. <laughs> well, you weren't. You were just. You were just reminding just, him that he's a dribbler. Yeah, I was like, "That's oh, okay." No, yeah, right. No, thanks for reminding us, bro. But anyway, shout out to Jackson Boner. Um, I didn't mean it in a mean way, bro. Uh, appreciate you reaching out. I hope we didn't dash your dreams, and now you're going to be scared to reach out in the future. They keep reaching out. They keep the dribblers do keep reaching out. Trust me. No matter you can clip the fuck out of a dribbler, and they're like. They, they've got, like, goldfish memories. They come back. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, they're ripping on me again. It's like, yes, Kendrick. <laughs> Kendrick's, where's Kendrick gone? Kendrick's dropping Kendrick's corners in the P's and D's page all the time. Oh, Kendrick's is he? column, yeah. <laughs> oh, I just don't read them. Yeah, not many do, but I like it. <laughs> he gets the dribbles up and about. They all try to rip on him, but they're all engaging with his columns with a K. Now, did you hear about Yaya too, right, Tom? I didn't. Well, actually, I did, sorry, but not not really. Yeah, yeah, Toure of Man City fame. I just remember him of FIFA 20-whatever fame. Like 2010. He was, just, he was a gun. He was. He was sick. Yeah. When I used to carve you up. Yeah, that's the memory. He was the bane of your existence. Yeah, he was. Him and Tevez and fucking... Because I always played with City. Who did you play with again? Uh, I would mix and match because I was trying to find a win, but I was a bit of a Bayern, Real... Men, uh, United. I think I just wanted to basically play with throbbers, right? Yeah. You would always beat me with Man City, so it was like, I've got to cast a net here. See what I can find. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Tell you I've never got around, sorry, in FIFA. Yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. They're just like, what are you? Not ya? enough throbbers. What are you? Not enough like, throbbers. Say, oh, the gunners. Like, Not enough throbbers. No, Not thanks. enough throbbers. Another question, and Dave, I don't know if you know your football, but I don't. How is um, their manager still their manager? Because he had one season with them where they didn't lose a game. So like, and that was in like two thousand three, two thousand four. They didn't 2004. lose a game. But did they Arsene Wenger, he's not their manager. Oh, is he gone? Is no, he's gone. No, 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 no. That shows how much Tom and I know. Yeah, right. When did he go? A couple of seasons ago. Okay. Yes. There you go. He was replaced by he was replaced by a Spaniard who did fuck all and was shown the ass. And then their now manager who won the FA Cup with them is an old legend. Yeah, Mikel Arteta. Mikel Arteta. Yeah. Okay. So there's the Arsene Wenger was two managers. To me, ago. Arsene Wenger's still there. Yeah. So yeah, and Alex Ferguson's also the Man U manager, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I see <laughs> Fergo. I'm a little bit more because it's like they just crashed and burned after. Whereas Arsene Wenger was like the ghost of the house that just was always like you know he's just been there forever. Anyway, shout out to Arsene Wenger. So Yaya Toure, right? He was on a um, he was on a, a soccer aid match for UNICEF, right? So it's a charity match for UNICEF. And before the game, he tried to get in nineteen sex workers, like prostitutes, um, just to get the team well oiled, as it were. And like apparently in the WhatsApp group, even put in a woman who I believe may have been one of the workers who he was trying to arrange in the bath fiddling. He put that in the WhatsApp group and everyone's like, um... This is a what charity the, game. What the fuck, Yaya? So it's a pornographic video showing a naked woman in the bath of the group's WhatsApp. 
it sparked a string of complaints from his appalled teammates who included <laughs> several female players as well as celebrities. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it's a charity match. It's a charity match. Was he joking? <laughs> no. They called on Soccer Aid and ITV bosses to axe Toure from the game held annually in support of children's charity UNICEF. Toure has three children with a wife and deleted the messages and issued an apology, but he was booted from Sunday's game. (laughs) There was a WhatsApp group for his team, the World Eleven, and everyone had been chatting in it. Uh, Without being promoted, Yaya posted a video of a naked woman in a bath. She was acting in a lewd manner and it was highly inappropriate. He went on to say he could get 19 women like the one in the video to come to the hotel to the pleasure of those playing in the match. It was absolutely disgraceful and caused a huge amount of distress to some people who received the messages. Soccer Aid is a charity and is raising money for children. So to have one of the players, especially one who's supposed to be a professional, making such lewd and gross suggestions is despicable. That's one of the greatest stories I've ever heard. Holy shit. The the best use of language in that story was the first bit where it was like teammates that included women were appalled like it's such a great word for that thing and then further down it's like lewd and disgraceful behavior despicable the the insider added the messages turned the stomachs of the women along with the men the atmosphere among both teams had been so good and spirits were high these messages have really soured the mood How much do you want to bet that all of the guys in those fucking teams were like, if this was an all bloke side, it would have been a very different story. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Scotland's Julie Fleeting is one of the stars who made their feelings clear about how wrong they thought the messages were. (laughs) Not everyone was impressed. However, it's hard to move on from this. As it just—it wasn't just banter. To many, it felt mis- misogynistic and wrong. An apology won't cut it. At breakfast on Friday morning, it was all, it was all anyone could talk about. <laughs> so you can imagine down at breakfast going, "Holy shit! What about Yaya's messages?" Well, is Yaya like, at breakfast? I don't know. Did he show his face? Well, because he probably hadn't been kicked out yet. <laughs> you look over and Yaya's hooking into a mango. Like nothing's wrong. Oh, Jesus Christ. There was no laughter. No one thought it was funny in the slightest. Everyone signed up to Soccer Aid as there is one goal, to raise money for UNICEF. This has cast a shadow over the event. (laughs) Turo was then told this afternoon it was the right thing for him to step back. (laughs) Yeah. Holy shit. Shout out to you. Yeah, yeah. That's great. That's and Growl and Howlin' Brown. That is Snorton... Howling, growling, he does. He's a he's a dribbler. Yeah, he's a dribbler, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, even then, like, no, he's a dribbler. You can't, there's no way around it. He's a complete fucking idiot. Oh my god, that's wild. That's that shows such a lack of awareness, like just a criminal lack of awareness. <laughs> there are chicks in the WhatsApp group. <laughs> And you put some ch- some some fucking sex worker playing with herself in the bar. In the bar, I can get more of these if you want them. 
19 more. There must have been 19. Like, yeah, yeah, he's thought yeah. It, he's being the thing of everyone in the team. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, you won't have to share. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I won't be. One I won't be. Yeah. I forgot myself. I've already got one. <laughs> anyway, that's We're it. in the bath. We're in the bath now. <laughs> Where are your kids and your wife? Yeah. Appalled. <laughs> Good on him. You know what? Like, the world offers up weird. It's a, you know what I mean? Life's full of just fantastical stories yeah, it is. that blow your mind and shock you regularly. And that is as shocking and bizarre as any sports story. <laughs> Has to be, right? Has to be. Never, ever have I heard anything like that. That is fucking outrageous behaviour. Um, Dave was just saying that he was telling a story about how the Sydney FC boys, after they won the comp last week. The what? What? The A-League? The A-League uh, yeah. final was last week. Did you have any idea that that was on? No. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, and they won it. Mm. Who, Sydney FC won it? Mm -hmm. Against who? Melbourne City. Yeah. And I just had to look that up. And apparently they, um, when they, got, they went out and partied and got some extracurriculars and some girls around, they say that they, their cover was that they were a tech company that had just floated, like just gone through an IPO. Because they didn't want the girls to know that they were from the Sydney FC. And it's like, well... I don't think they would have known what that was. So how did how did you know that? So I don't want to incriminate my mate, but he's like a reserve for Sydney FC now. He's not like one of the starting players. But right. He was he's in the squad, so he was partying with them and stuff, and they won. Okay. And they all got like big room at Meriton, and yeah. Nice. And they just lied to. Well, they just and they said they're a tech yeah. company that floated. Is that well, yeah, such a says, shocker excuse? Yeah, isn't he it? says isn't they it? come up with a different story like every time they go out in a group because they don't want people to like. I've had. I actually, think it's very smart. Yeah, it I is mean, smart. I've had mates of mine. When it's I've been not rugby league. No, yeah. it's not rugby league. Where sitting... they're like, I, I'm, I'm fucking, I play rugby league, and it's yeah. like, okay, well now yeah. you're fucked. Yeah. But yeah, no, I've had mates who we were sitting at the bucket list and my mate's like, fuck, that's Ryan Grant. Oh my God, I'm going to fucking chew his ear off for the next two hours because he's just had like a whole bag of Red Bulls. And so Ryan Grant's like, fuck. Can I yeah, right, this stuck with. Yeah, 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 I'm stuck with this guy. Yeah. Ryan Grant. Just dribbling. But shout out to the A-League for doing absolutely no promotion around yeah. their fucking f final. The, the final. No. The grand well final. Well done. Really good stuff. Speaking of no promotion. Well done, Dave Gallup. Playing a blind. Shout out to Dave. Uh, really good stuff. <laughs> Fucking phenomenal. And well done to Sydney FC on what two comps in a row is it? Oh, I spent a lot of time on Fox Sports. And for me, I, I don't know. I had to ask my mate. Is that the first? For time? For me, not to see that. That is outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. I asked my mate. Is that the first time Sydney have won it since the inaugural A League season? No, they won and it. And he's before. like, yeah, no, I've won it four times. I'm like, yeah. So oh, okay. I haven't well, watched it since the first league. Yes. Well done to Sydney FC for the fourth time. Now. Just quickly before we get you, Dave, to give us some AFL news. Just on this, in the same vein of like not not promoting something very well, the fucking North North Island versus South Island rugby union origin game mm. was on in New Zealand. I obviously we called for it and then it happened, so that's not surprising. No, but I only knew it was on because my rugby dribbler mates. Uh, were watching it instead of a game. Like I was watching, I think Friday night footy maybe, and then they were watching, um, the 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 North vs South Island, and mm. they were like, "This game is fucking hectic." Like, it was apparently who won? So South uh, Island. Yeah, I've got the stats here. South Island won thirty eight to thirty five. Halftime score was seventeen fourteen. 
Uh, North scored to make it 35-31 with eight minutes to go. And then South scored like five minutes after the buzzer. So they would have had the ball just going through. Bro, have you seen the final try? Go to the All Blacks Instagram page and put up. It is fucking ridiculous how they won the game. Again, poor promotion. But like you'd think that even though it's not a game that's like Australian based. I went to Fox Sports News, foxsports.com today just to see if I could watch the highlights. There wasn't even a fucking story about it. Like there was nothing there. This is to win it. Oh, and do it again. Get back with the sound. Get the sound plugged in. Because they just... It's bedlam, dude. Put your headphones on so you can just hear the way it... This is full time to win it. Yeah, four minutes after the buzzer, down by four. Referee, I think, playing advantage again. Yolani kicks out for the wing. Jordan is there. Oh, my God. What? That is so How sick. How hectic is that? And my brother, my brother watched it, and he was like, "Bro, these two teams would beat the piss out of any Australian rugby union side, like any Wallaby side." Norse, why hasn't this ever been a thing? Or I think it, it has in the past. That's sick. Dude, hectic. Um, quickly, Dave, run us through the AFL scandal before we do these dribble dribbles and get right. the fuck out of here. So, AFL, Richmond Tigers, great club known for previously this season, the one w. player's wife who went to the uh, day spa. Oh, uh, yes. So, they've got form in the COVID-breaking rules game. Mm-hmm. And so, most recently, uh, two of the players, Sydney Stack and Callum Coleman-Jones... Yep. Um, on, I believe it was, was it Friday night? Um, I don't know. It says somewhere here. Anyway, uh, left the hub in the Gold Coast, took an Uber to Surfers Paradise, went to a strip club and then got in a fight later that night and got detained by police. Mm. That's what happens when you spend time in a rugby league state. You become, you, you sort of, you soak up the culture of the area in, you know, if you go to Italy, you start bloody... Yeah. You know, you might, start, you might start ordering, you know, a couple of meals here and there in some broken... A bruschetta. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you, you roll every, the tongue, mate. Finish every meal with a coffee or a latte. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah, 100%. Yasu, I'm in Greece. Hi, Bula, I'm in Fiji. How you yeah, doing? yeah. Now they're in Queensland. They're eating kebabs, going to the strippers and punching on. Mate. Like, I actually don't know what the big problem is. I mean, this is... this is You want people to sort of, you know, assimilate as best as possible. Well, but, mate, the AFL is pushing this massive we're going to steal your fans rhetoric because the grand final is going to be held at the Gabba. And now you're up in arms when your players start acting like good, honest rugby yeah. league stock. Sounds like Sydney and whoever that other guy was were just trying to ingratiate themselves with the rugby league mad Queenslanders who you apparently are trying to steal. And now they're going to get rubbed out. They got $75,000 fines each. Um, and they're rubbed out for 14 games. Tom, you know what we call that in rugby league? That's promotion, baby. Yeah. Free. Yeah. That's free promotion. These blokes are out there toiling, putting in the hard yards on their Saturday night, going to the strippos, eating kebabs, punching on. 
just trying to pump up the game in the great state of Queensland because they got the grand final around yeah. the corner. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, and look, another misstep from the biggest beater in, in the country right well, now. Well, Gil doesn't Gil. get his people. He doesn't get the product. No. He doesn't get who he's talking to. He's done but, no but research. He goes, but he goes to Queensland and goes, we're going to take over Queensland. It's like, well, if you're going to take oh, over mate. Queensland, Gil, know what works. As he, as he says that from the Morning Peninsula on his horse as he swings his polo stick. I mean, you don't know what you're on about, Gil. No. You've got no idea, mate. Live from the back of a $40 million pony. Yeah. <laughs> in polo gear. In polo gear. On your farm. Yeah, after his, you know, his mummy's just bloody wiped the food off his face because she's feeding yeah. him like a little bitch. And your bum. Mummy's just wiped your Mom's bum. Mum's just wiped and your bum. And, you, and now you're handing out fucking $75,000 fines from horseback. I mean, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> he did the whole press conference in the back of a horse. Oh, no. Did you see it? It was, yeah. it was ludicrous. It was embarrassing for the game. Horse had its little plaits in. Yeah. Was, yeah. Boots had been shined within an inch of its life. God's his hair sake. had been brushed and blow-dried. Oh, my God. What? He had saddle sores he'd been up there that long as they airbrushed yeah, him and got him ready. he sitting there waiting for this press conference on this horse. It was like, Jesus Christ, mate. Yeah, we're going to rub them out. It's far too uncouth. That's not how it goes in Queensland. You need to have different rules while you're up there. You don't understand. Is anyone briefing this bloke? Has he I, got AIDS? I don't think so. <laughs> G'day, boys. Tom, Eddie, Dior. Uh, it's the Glory Glory Jubilee here. This isn't going to be a South-based yarn. I just want to talk about listen to the potty saying that people leaning into the weird shit that they're known for and how Hopper has photos of a butthole getting fingered. It's a fucking weird shirt. Anyway, talking about Todd Carney, he fully fucking acts like he never did that shit. Shout out to Ben Vance, who's a fucking huge dribbler for my birthday. <laughs> this cunt got me a cameo video of Todd Carney. Looks like he's getting a fucking pedicure or something. And the cunt's like, oh, g'day, mate. Happy birthday. Um... I don't know about bubblers soon, but uh, yeah, have a good one, mate. Ha ha. The cunt wouldn't even say bubblers soon for me birthday. I'm pretty sure it costs like 70 bucks or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cunt, bubblers soon. <laughs> I mean, it does sound like he did say bubblers soon, though. In fairness to Todd, he did lean into it when he got paid out the arse by Sportsbet to yes. be standing near a bubbler. Which we forgot. We did forget about that. I completely missed that. A dribbler sent that in, so shout out yeah. to whoever the hell that was. Yeah. So I can't knock Todd too much, but no. in terms of paying 70 bucks for a cameo and not getting bubbler rhetoric... Yeah, not getting value for money in the bubbler rhetoric game. Like, surely that's all anyone's asking for, is yeah. bubbler stuff. Yeah. For 70 bucks? I'd want bubbler stuff. I want bubbler stuff for 70 bucks. I'd... I'm paying for bubblers. I was expecting him to be pissing in his own mouth. On bubblers, did you ever... You remember bubblers at school? As in did, the ones that you actually drink out of. Did you ever have rumours about someone doing something to a bubbler and no one would ever use it? Like, oh, don't use that one second to the left because yeah, some guy someone... came up here and wiped shit all over yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever have that? Yeah, I, mate, I use, I've been worried about bubblers my whole life. But did you ever have those rumours? Yeah, of course. It was like, don't fuck with that bubbler. Yes. Yeah, there was one that for us was like a bunch of bubblers just on top of like a trough. Yeah. And it was That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it was universally known that cunts would piss in there. But then there was also one bubbler, which was like its standalone thing. And we only had one in the school that was like refrigerated. So it was the cold bubbler. And it was oh, that's ritzy. There's lines. Holy but there were lines to every That is time. ritzy. Yeah. Wow, Where did dude. you go to school, bro? Mate. Was there like sparkling water bubblers as well? <laughs> Holy no, shit. No, but our, our SRC pushed pretty hard for Coke in the bubblers. I was the SRC prefect. 
And did you get that as a suggestion? Coke and the Bubbles? I did nothing. I feel <laughs> I did absolutely nothing. But Coke and the Bubbles Coke was always bubbles. That was something. universal, yeah. Really? Every, oh, everyone wanted No, Coke it wasn't a thing, but everyone wanted it. Oh, yeah. but I, I, mean, I don't like, think any children had understanding of plumbing or yeah, how, how it work. works. Yeah, but Coke and the Bubbles. Yeah, but ask if you don't ask, you shall not receive. Exactly. Is that, you know, you miss try. 100% of shots, you don't shoot. That's exactly right. Um, but shout out to that second from the left, bu- left bubbler that no one used to use at yeah. South Primary School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, second from the right. Either I left. Tom, Eddie, Hunters, and the Dribblers. Um, Beef Capital Dribbler here from the glorious town of Casino, New South Wales, in the beautiful Northern Rivers region. Uh, first time caller also. Just a couple of things, boys. Um, anyone from Rockhampton can go fuck themselves if they think Rockhampton is the Beef Capital. Um, that's just an absolute disgrace. Your steaks are like the Brisbane Broncos of the red meat world. Um, if you want to debate this, then I'm more than happy to express my feelings further. Um, also, lads, while I've got yours, um, I just want your opinion on what your favourite sports canteen lolly of choice was. I mean, mine, I couldn't go past the, the red question. cloud. Three packs for a dollar fifty at the mighty Casino Cobras Snake Pit Canteen. Anyways, boys, that's it from me. Uh, look forward to hearing your thoughts. Red clouds and steaks soon. Cheers. Bye. Now, great question. What's a red cloud? Are they the red bits with the white bit on the bottom? Or are they are like they, strawberry uh, and creams? Are they like the, the little... They almost look like lips and they're like sugar covered. They're like a sour kind uh, of thing. Don't remember okay. them. I we used to... Yeah, I used I know, to like... I, know um, about. I used to be a big Milko guy. Yeah. Ghost drops. Do you remember ghost yeah, drops? ghost drops for the truth. Uh, look, I mean, Killer Python, obviously, your cut and dried staple of oh, that yeah. world. These ones, still... you know, these ones, the red clouds? Oh, uh, yes, oh, I do. Yeah, they, they were good. I think they come in blue as well. They were good. I oh, wouldn't say they were the goat, I don't but. Think goat. Uh, remember when, you know, you'd rock up to footy or something and, you know, whispers had sort of float around that. Mars bar had started offering up their free Mars bars, one in six, and right. you'd eat one and you'd get one. You're like, and you would just go, yes! the free Mars bar, one in six. Oh was my god, such a ripper deal! It was the it, greatest deal, and of all it was time. because it also it, it went off. It because was like all a the time. machine that went off all it the time. Pumped, it pumped, and yeah. you roll them into each other. Yeah. Maybe you get a roll going. You're like, holy <laughs> shit! I'm like, I'm six on the trot here, boys. <laughs> I can't be stopped. I've had six Mars bars that I'm losing it. And I'm going again. Yeah, I'm going again. Fuck yeah, dude. The Mars bar. The, 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 the one in six. Yeah, the bring one in that six. back. That'd be mad not to bring, bring that back. Bring that back, dude. That'll get me into Mars bars again. Not that I ever got out of love with them, but, you know, I'm with you, dude. Holy shit. What else was there? Um, I mean. I had a ghost drop the other day. The, I was the, at a lolly the, store the and I was like, I'll do it. Yeah, fizzes. Oh, of fizzes. course. Yeah. Fizzes were dope. Well, fizzes, fizzes were mad. big at my school because they're actually kosher. So those were like one of the best things that we could get because the rest of the kosher lolly selection. Was what is kosher shit. again? Forgive it's my ignorance. Like Jewish people can eat it. No, it's no, like, I understand like that. But what does it mean? Oh, oh, bro, don't like. There's so many different rules around it. The main thing is like you can't eat meat and milk, and you can't eat pork and some other animals. I like, can't eat shellfish, but I don't understand where it comes to in the lolly game. Actually, I kind of do. If there's gelatin in it, which is pork products. Then that's it. Right, but so it's kind of like a vegan vibe where you kind of animal-based products. Pretty much, yeah. I think so. 
I don't really know. I mean, I stopped look, listening if anyone's in year five. Know, it's going to be you. Yeah. So I'm not going to be able but to yeah, shit any were good at school, but everywhere else it was like, well, it's a kosher lolly, so we can get something better. I fucking chipped my tooth on a fizzer, which they were soft. Ooh. They were a soft lolly as yeah. well. I bit into it and it ripped the front of my tooth off. I can't tell you how many baby teeth I lost on Milkos and Redskins. I think re- oh, Redskins, Redskins are out yeah, now, Redskins aren't they? They're no longer called well, Redskins. Yeah. What do they call them now? I don't know. If I don't think even, they've changed it They yet. haven't come out with a name, but Redskins were teeth fuckers. Oh, yeah. Particularly if they were the hard. Yeah. Because you know, well, sometimes they're a bit soft, yeah, but, that but be, sometimes they were like, hard. You had to keep them in your pocket for a minute if you yeah. wanted them to get soft enough yeah. to just like bite through. That's with right. With one real like laborious bite. That's right. You could do it. Yeah. But otherwise, you'd have to snap them, and you're fucking. They were stuck in your teeth. Good for times. Weeks. Good times. The sports canteen. You used to love it. Yeah. Great question. Shout out to uh, Hensley Park as well. Schnitty roll there. Actually, unbelievable. Okay. Hensley Park. Not it? a lolly, yeah. but I'll I'll allow it. It's a sports canteen. And oh, that's a good you, point. If you're going past Hensley and mm. you're thinking about what lolly to get fuck the lollies get a schnitty roll, get a schnitty roll. Yeah. where is hensley park it's like i don't know, like pagewoody somewhere i don't know shout out to the potato scallops at the dubbo indoor sports center oh okay well shout out to the uh the potato scallops at the barrel local swimming pool while we're at it tom eddie hunters <laughs> jesus christ shout out to pete murray dribbler tasty boys Big Bully Ben here from up in Queensland. Shout out to Mars College Ashgrove. Nobody yields. Matty Hayden. Bully Ben went there as well. Anyway, now the silver tail Manly Steag was a fucked. Quick one. Who's your tip for the NRL Premiership? I'm going to say I'll back Melbourne Storm in um, and Cam Smith will retire, even though I'm a Broncos fan and could probably cop him on the roster. Um, I'll add in another one there. I know VB's your favourite beer. What's your second favourite beer? Alright. Red Bull soon. Uh, sweet. Uh, favourite beer? Well, it's Bloke in a Bar. Bloke in a Bar, favourite beer, second favourite beer, VB. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Bloke in a Bar, favourite, VB, second favourite. Pretty easy. And then everything on Yuli's Bruce. And then also Batuta Bitter. But bloke in a bar numero uno now I don't know who's going to win the premiership I'm saying Roosters three Pete because I want Josh Morris to win one and I also think they'll win I just think they'll win but question for Dave I don't think we've asked Dave yet of Dior fame over there Mm. to my front right Mm. what do you want to happen with Cameron Smith I think I think a premiership this year and him retiring would be great. But I if think, he doesn't... Do you want him to announce it before the comp? What if you don't win? For, I mean, that's tough. Like, do I you think, want him to announce it now? Because fucking Brandon Smith's like, if he stays, I'm going. Yeah. Well, see, that's tough. I love Brandon Smith. If it's up to me, and this might sound weird to a lot of punters and dribblers, I think I'd rather keep Brandon Smith than Harry Grant. But... Couldn't you keep both? I mean, yeah, ideally we'd keep both. And I think... Smith should just, like, tell the club this year that he's going to retire if we win. So just, boys, make sure we fucking win because I don't want to play another year. <laughs> but don't tell, like, the media and shit because then it just becomes a whole thing and there's pressure and But so then if you don't win, he stays. Would you be happy with him staying for another oh, year? Yeah. Oh, I definitely... I'm not like, oh, let's get rid of Cam. But then you'll lose Brandon players. Smith and Harry Grant becomes... Apparently, if, if Cam goes another year, he's in his contract. 
in Harry Grant's contract, he can negotiate with the club. So you could lose. This could be how the Storm dynasty falls apart. Just by Smith holding on too long. And then you lose Grant and Smith and Brandon yeah. Smith, and then you're fucked. Well, by that logic, then Smith's got to go. And it's not like, because even Smith going is not like, oh, he's going. He's still going to be there like every training session showing Harry Grant how sure. to be the next ghost. So, Unless I mean, I he think, gets signed to the Broncos as like a coach. Yeah. I just think like Smith going to Broncos or Titans would just ruin his career. Not like that it'll ruin his reputation or anything, but I think like it's a weird he could just be so perfect and, and have yeah. the most perfect career. It's like Tom Brady going to the fucking Bucks now after he's just interested won to see how that goes. And yeah. unless he wins, a, unless, unless he wins a fucking exactly. Super Bowl, and then he's like, oh and my and god, Gronk comes and uh, back. yeah, he's got Gronk as well yeah. now. So I know it could be good there, but I yeah, I don't think I think the whole building your team around one player especially when he's only going to be there for like a year or two years just won't really work i'm out. with you from a broncos and titans perspective i'm like really the yeah 37 i know and you're gonna waste all that salary cap space that you could use like blooding young throbbers yeah. instead. Yeah. yeah um all right well let's get to it but yeah in answer to the question storm will win the premiership though so smith will retire it's it's all hypothetical okay but we're gonna win okay yeah. interesting yep <laughs> Hey, g'day, P's and D's. It's your boy, uh, Prince Dribbler, over here in Austin, Texas, doing the lads proud. A shout out to everyone who's fucking having a good time listening to the podcast. I've got to jump straight into it. And, you know, there's a lot of statuses which evolve around the socioeconomic status of the individual. You know, what rosé do you drink? Is it Axe? Is it... You know, uh, French rosé, is it uh, all of the other dry and crispy? And that leads to the, the, you know, the the platform and the whatever it may be. And then there's, you know, the steaks and the clubs and the bars that you go to. But what I want to ask is the the type of eggs that you have. In my mind, and this is allegedly, of course, please just make it known allegedly, that the top... (laughs) Pimp eggs is poached. Straight up poached. The boys and ladies who order poached is gangster. Then it goes down, in my mind, to scrambled, to fried, to then, like, just putting it in a shake. But my roommate, Fat <laughs> Murd Dribbler, and my brother, Tim Murd Dribbler, do their eggs by cracking it in a bowl putting it in a microwave for 30 to 40 seconds and then eating it on off. Personally, in my mind, that is just a disgrace and very low (laughs) socioeconomic status. So my question is to you, my fucking kings and queens, is what eggs do you do and what eggs do you think associate with uh, status? That's Holy actually a shit. Hall of Fame dribble. Okay. It's Hall of Fame. Put it in. That's in there. He's so Mate, I did not well. know that people put their eggs in a bowl in the microwave. No, that is no, so no. low brown. I'll tell you about this. It's not too bad. You put it, I don't know about a bowl. You put it in a mug, put it in the microwave for 20 or 30 seconds, and it's pretty much a poached egg. You put that on Avo toast, it's great. Yeah, well, but you could also just put it in a pan and do it properly. I don't know, know I mean? how to poach an egg. It sounds hard. Mate, people, oh, dude, poaching eggs is easy as piss, but it's, if, but it does sound easy if you're the way you're talking about oh, it. Yeah. 
But when, when you've got a busy schedule and a tough life, like yeah, I, yeah, you don't yeah, have but, time to poach yeah, but to like, do, you Would you do a roast in the microwave? You know what I mean? Go yeah. get yourself a microwave cookbook. Hey, for you know fuck's what? Sake. Hey, take fucking ten minutes to cook your breakfast. All right, like don't put it in the microwave for thirty seconds. You absolute pig. No, no, microwaves are lowbrow. But I will so be, lowbrow. Well, I don't have a microwave actually, but it, next time Ooh. I do, I'll give it a whirl. Well, there's no need for a microwave at my house. Dave's looking at me like I'm some sort of fucking cretin for not having a microwave. You can, you can heat things over the stove. Yeah. yeah. Listen, bro, it doesn't well, like, have to be like fucking leftovers. What about pancakes like... in a nah, shaker bottle on. and fucking eggs in a microwave. What, have you got like some leftover tie or some old Dude, like, KFC wings? Heat it, wings over a, and, like, heat it, heat it on the fucking Heat it over a flame. Pan. Yeah, all right. Heat it over a flame. That's all it. Right. Or just one of those burners you bloody cavemen. Those, yeah. Look. Listen, poached eggs, number one. I My number one would be scrambled. Really? Yeah. I love scrambled eggs. I like scrambled eggs as well, but poached mm. is the goat. Yeah. And look, I'm not talking about... I mean, I know that Prince Dribble there is trying to align it to socioeconomic status, which I'm going to steer away from because <laughs> there, we've probably got many punters and dribblers who fall all across the great wide divide of socioeconomic status. We've got kings, queens, dunces, paupers, fucking street rats. Yeah, look. We've got it all. But a street rat can like poached eggs. Mate, exactly right, and and people with plenty of money seemingly like fucking yeah, like putting their fucking <laughs> eggs in the microwave. So like, I don't know if you can draw socioeconomic status from it, but I do think that putting them in the microwave is disgraceful. I like that he said that if you put them in a shake, <laughs> then you're lower down the list as well. well I get the, that. The order he, was pretty impressive. He left an omelet off. Well, no, but he also yeah. left off soft boiled and hard boiled. And well, hard yeah, hard boiled down low. Well, hard boiled is down low. Yeah. Hard boiled, you can get fucked. Soft boiled is almost a bit of a poach vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you remember you used to have uh, soldiers? soldiers, yeah, and you put them in a leg cup and you yeah. knock the top knock off the top and you off, get yeah. in and then you dip, you dip, dip your soldiers in. That was pretty sick. <laughs> that's sick. when you're young, but that's a soft boiled egg. Yeah, of course, baby. You can't you can't use soldiers on a on a fucking hard boiled egg. No, no, no. Hard boiled is bizarre. Yeah, yeah, it's that's rank. But so in terms of the order. Obviously, you're saying scrambled. I'm saying poached. I think they're interchangeable. Well, I'd say mm. fried is my two. So I'd go poached fried. Screw your preference. Yeah, I'm the same. Poached I'd, fried. My, fried third for me. Poached fried. Okay, well, look, we, we've got a... Me and Dave mm. seem to be pretty similar. Are you happy with scrambled at third, Dave? Yeah, I'm happy with scrambled. Even, maybe maybe even soft boiled before scrambled. Oh, my God. Well, Did, listen, because we've got scrambled poached, eggs in your life? Because <laughs> we've got poached at the top... Go I to Bills in Bondi and get the scrambled eggs, mate. Yeah, the Change scrambled eggs is good. I'm a scrambled pancakes eggs. at Bills kind of guy. Yeah, he's a... Yeah, of course you are. Yeah. Of course you are. I did, I did sit next to Adam Goods once at Bills in Bondi, really? so shout out to him. What was Goods he having? Uh, he was just having a coffee with some woman, some sort of business meeting okay. thing going on. Mate, Bills is all over. Huh? Well, the first time I had Bills was in Hawaii, actually. Oh, really? There's one in London as well. Oh, really? Bills are moving shaker. I thought Bills was just like Eastern Suburbs... To the core. Bills are moving shaking. Okay. But it's eastern suburbs worldwide. That's why it's London. Yeah, right. That's why yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. But look, shout out to eggs. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to eggs in general. The greatest and most versatile of, of Australian meals. Well, global meals. I'll tell you what else you moved, Mr. Baked eggs. Baked eggs, I don't mind. I can get around a baked egg. I think it's unnecessary, but I can get around a baked, baked egg. Baked eggs with like a beautiful like sort of tomato sauce. You know what I mean? Some olives in there, now, some capsicum. Also, gorgeous. Have you also, had baked eggs? I have no idea what you're talking so about. You put it in, what? You put in like a like a like a 
Like, uh, like a, made like them, a little saucepan, but it's not. Cupcakes, it doesn't have a handle. Cupcake. Cup, they're like, you put them in little cupcake oh, so you holders. you crack the eggs into little yeah, cupcake Yeah, and you things. put them in there like with bacon and all that sort of Ooh, shit. Sauce, yeah. ham, olives, Ooh. capsicum. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah, a yeah. beautiful tomato okay, sauce. Gorgeous. Dude, and then you've kind of just got like a little bacon and egg patty yeah, kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh, actually yeah. phenomenal. Bruh, bruh, and if you And if you don't cook them, you can get the sort of gooey vibe if you don't leave them in there for too long. See, baked eggs are like... Baked eggs actually are pretty elite. They are elite. Prince Dribbler has left off a lot of eggs here, a lot of egg options. He's obviously not as, as uh, you know, um, what's it called, developed yeah. from an egg standpoint, evolved. But um, great dribble, phenomenal dribble. Probably best we move on because I could talk about eggs for months. Get ready. Hey, pretty good in a Rock cake in. as well. Believe Coming out of a chicken. It's been a couple of weeks. Just sort of call up and say, "Fuck you, Wayne. That's what you get for being a magoo, mate." Fuck you and your family. Nah, look, nah, fuck you, actually. Fuck you and COVID. Breathe it up. Take, fuck you, take heaps of fucking steroids, mate. Anyway, brushes with lame, boys. Please listen. Brushes with lame. I'm here with Chris Spacious and the Outback Dribbler. I'm going to throw him on. I finally called off my own number. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> fuck you, Wayne. I'm handing you on to Chris Spacious. Wayne. You too, Vin. I'm watching you, mate. And Vin. This guy's got one Dominate. topic. P's and it's Chris Bacious here. Back with some crispy third degree yarn. <laughs> haven't too much got... <laughs> haven't, haven't got too much to comment on here. Apart from Wayne, you fucking freak. <laughs> Fuck you, cunt. I'm not going to say you deserve it, but it fell in your lap and you ate it. You stupid... <laughs> Right, I'll pass you on to another dribbler. <laughs> crispy third Praise degree indeed. yarns. Holy the, shit. The 11. KD. Outback dribbler here. And all I'm going to say is we have got some brushes with lame. And I'm going to pass you off to the accountant. <laughs> He has some brushes with Lane. Fuck it. They stop showing each other. Yeah. P's and D's. Just in trouble. Fresh dribble here, boys. <laughs> Had a few here with a few losers. Brushes Lane themselves. Rog, Chris Bacious, you burnt cunt. And yeah, back. Good luck. Look, mate, caught up there a few weeks back with uh, Lottie Takiri. Absolutely caught up there. In Briz Vegas, hung up, decided that he was my childhood hero on the spot, shouting espresso martini for him. Mate, absolute brush with Lane. Loser. Got multiple photos. Brush with Lane. Anyway, boys, be as soon. Tequila never wane, you fucking loser. COVID soon, oh you God. fucking magoo. <laughs> See you, mate. Poor old Dwayne getting hammered with it in each of his life. Well, The Rock's got COVID. We forgot to talk about it. Hilarious. The Rock's got COVID. Whole family. Whole family. Family, wow. Mm. Which isn't good, right? But The Rock's like making a post about it on Instagram. Like, guys, are the world over. I have COVID. And so does my family. And we all want to protect our babies, our little ones, our children. And I didn't. And now they have COVID. And we all have COVID. You're like, what is eight minutes of this shit? If I, anyone could have, has the resources to prevent getting COVID, as in like, 
state your ranch out in the middle of wherever the yeah. fuck it is. Yeah. Do steroids and lift weights. Do steroids in your big iron gym. Take fucking selfies of yourself and drink your own tequila. Like, I mean, you could have done it, mate. And you if didn't. you if you want to, I'm just gonna try and find it, and we're not gonna play it. But I happened across a video on old uh, Wayne the Rock Johnson's IG, uh, where because you know he does like he's got his shoes like the Rock Project Rock, like he's got a partnership with Under Armour, right? Um. And so he brings out shoes like Jordans, but they're just they're just training shoes. Yep. And it was like two in the morning, and he's going through these shoes, like this shoe that he unboxes and shit. And he the way he talks about it, like he's mo- like you know about all the technology in these shoes, which you know have been made in fucking like Taiwan for three bucks. Yeah. And like the technology he's using, and you're like, bro, you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Here we go. It is two o'clock in the morning. I won't talk too loud. I don't want to wake up my babies, but I'm here in my office. If your house is. And it's a very exciting time because in approximately three hours from now at 5 o'clock in the morning, we are launching the official, brand new, one-of-a-kind Project Rock 3. And I thought I'd um, do a little unboxing for you guys um, of the shoe and and show you guys and, and tell you guys exactly why there's nothing like it in the market. So... Here we go. We will unbox. As you see, uh, every box comes with the Project Rock card um, with my signature. Cool. With my signature. Quickly. It's it's printed on. We're all a project. We all have hopes, goals, dreams, and aspirations. And I've officially made it my project to help as many of you get after your goals as possible. Uh, Let's get after it and chase greatness together. Now let's have some fun. And of course, in other languages, I will read um, Todos Fomanos. No, I'm only kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, You're joking. That, there's a sticker, and we start to unbox. All right, so let me take you through the shoe. Um, <clears throat> I have uh, worked very hard with our, my very, very uh, brilliant um, shoe designers and engineers at Under Armour to create uh, the best training shoe, honestly, the best training shoe in the world. And we've had some great success with the other Project Rock shoes, the other PR1s, the PR2s. Um, You've made them Under Armour's uh, number one seller uh, consistently. Uh, But it was time to raise the bar and to not only play in the game, but I wanted to change the way the game was played as it relates to a training <laughs> shoe. So let me take you through this shoe. Uh, let's start through, with the bro. external heel counter out here. As you'll see, the uh, the symbol of the bull on one side and the Under Armour symbol on the other side. So this is the external heel counter. And this heel counter back here contains the uh, advanced hover technology, which is he an advanced like foam, times. and it provides a really stable base for all of your training movements. And that could be, you could be training legs, you could do plyometrics, squats. What leg foam press, do you reckon it is? Like some special foam. Um, or upper body. Top of the, yeah, Either way, that's what the... These foams would be in beds and shit. Yeah, really, it's regulation um, foam. Sinks in with his brand on it. Probably yes. wrong. So it could be fucking And handy. we move a little bit further down the shoe here. We have the midfoot lock-in. And this is for a molded support system. And this was important to me because I felt it's like... important to him. 
when it comes to training in the gym, I wanted to create a shoe that fit like a glove around my foot and around your foot, but I didn't want it to feel like we were wearing a sock because I tried those kind of shoes before in the past and I just don't like them. So we have this midfoot lock-in for molded for a molded support system and you do yeah. feel like you are locked in, but there's some give and there's some flexibility <laughs> to it and that was important too. You're locked in, but you're not. <laughs> um, let's see, as you we move down to the bottom of the shoe, as you see, this is all the Hover technology, which is the Hover, uh, yes. is the Hover technology foam. That we talked about now. The Hover technology is a really cool Hover, te- really cool technology that Under Armour had created, and we that were the shoe in the world. Hover tech incorporated the Hover technology, and it wound up working incredibly well. Uh, you guys love the technology, so we improved the technology. Now at the bottom, <laughs> you love the technology, so we improved the technology. Sounds like Trump. And what's cool about the Chad-based technology is. <laughs> There's actually three points of contact to it, and this and it allows for a really incredible sta- stable base and a combination of of um, of the hover foam mixed with the tribest technology, which again is for the stability of it. It allows for a really natural foot flexibility. Okay, Dwayne, you, you yeah. it's time to get to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to bed, Dwayne. We get it, dude. <laughs> you fucking bed. hover technology, dude. We get it. Go to bed, Dwayne. Go to bed. It's three. His wife comes and goes, Dwayne, can you shut the fuck up, please? Holy shit. And that was, there's still four minutes of that video if you want to go and enjoy the whole thing, which I did. And I wouldn't suggest it, but you can if you want to. <laughs> we should probably move on, though, because the dribbles here are mounting. Oi, fucking hell, are you boys going, Tom and Eddie? Here you going, punters, dribblers? Here are the licks. And do your day. Love you, brother. But, um, dead set. How the fuck did you dead set shit the bed on that one? Man, you shit, mate. Up, fucking tiger, dirty bird to club my ass. Fuck you. You can beat this out, whatever, I don't give a fuck. But dead set. Fuck, manly. Premiership soon. Never. Whatever. Later, bruh. Was it 90 seconds? <laughs> 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 Is that what he said? <laughs> Some like in the background. Oh, shit. Oh, whatever. These are all uh, around the same time, so I feel like these could oh, be... These are all G'day, fellas. I just thought I'd uh, call up and sing you a little song. Here come the tigers wearing black and gold, stout-hearted men, all brave and bold. Watch them pass the ball and see them score a try. Our motto is do or die. In this year's premiership, we're doing well because we play like hell. How good's a bit of bottom eight footy, fellas? <laughs> Yeah, look. Uh, bottom eight footy the winner. Yeah, exactly. Bottom eight footy the winner. Take your licks. Boys, it's the big dad, a.k.a. the thick dad, a.k.a. <laughs> your mum's favourite dad. Let's just fucking talk about that absolute fucking game where Adam fucking Dewey has jumped up, fucking plucked that ball from the skies and fucking put it down. Obviously, the man hasn't seen White Man Can't Jump movie, but fuck me, can't that cunt get up? 
cop that, you fucking grubs. Beer soon at the snake pit. Fuck yeah. Polax and the big dad coming for ya. Eshays. Shays. Oh my god. Shays. Shays, bruh. Shays, Shays. Yeah, yeah. Right you know what? I'm actually happy these are all licks because we can just roll through them. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to say anything. Nah. Just cop them and move on. And dribbles. How about fucking Manly losing at the death? Bah! Ah! so much. You talk about if you want to get a fucking notepad out and go how to lose the game in the last, what, 15, 20 minutes, get the fucking notepad out and watch the game of the fucking Tigers versus Manly. You lost to the dirty margin. You you fucked my tips and you fucked my multis, but the dribble you kind of come out with, with a... Fucking premierships on route. Wrap it up, mate. The Chooks are going fucking 3P. We just beat Canberra down in the mill. The mill can go. Get it, mate. The Chooks are on 3P. SBW. Chooks 3P. Let's fucking go. Rooster BBs on route. I just had to rub it in after all the manly rhetoric over the last year. Had to rub it in. Suck it. Thank you, Pato. Thanks, mate. Good to hear from you. Yeah, great to hear from you. <laughs> Tom, Eddie, punters, and the dribblers. I, this is Adji here, sorry. Uh, very disappointed with the Raiders' effort tonight. Uh, I just want to make a point uh, that when I was a boy, the uh, ball boy used to be a boy. And I was at the stadium tonight, GIO Stadium, and there was a grown man there who looked like Tom Gleason, and he spent the whole <laughs> fucking game yelling out at the Roosters, Sonny, oh, Sonny Bill, no, no, not Sonny Bill, what's his name? Oh, fuck, his name is Money Bill Millions, that's right, Money Bill Williams. Anyway, why the Rats. fuck, COVID, don't even care, there should be ball boys not grown men that look like Tom Gleason, who should have a gold <laughs> Logie for hot chat, not on the side of the fucking hot ground, chat. yelling out at the players, saying this, saying that. Papali, meanwhile, has done his AC joint. It's disappointing. Anyway, I'd like your opinion on bringing back, during the COVID game, St. Peter. Maybe we could do a shout-out to St. Peter. Can we please bring the ball boy back? We don't need grown men on the sideline with the ball. We need ball boys. Thank you. See ya. I'm with Tom, him there. Eddie, cheers. Bye. Fair enough. Ball boys, not ball men. It's not ball men. And as look, as a proud ball boy yourself, Dave, you mate, this must irk you, mate. Yeah, I mean, it is a bit rough seeing that there's so much young talent around, which is just not being blooded. I yeah. mean... You've seen the likes of Brandon Smith be a ball boy this season, which I don't mind getting a bit of a veteran from a different code into the ball boying game. Yeah. But yeah, even with COVID protocols and everything, 
Got to get a couple of ball boys, just sign them up for a season contract, yeah. put them in the bubble, pay them what they deserve. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, you really, we really need to get the unions around this because previously what, ball boying is an unpaid profession. What do you think are some of the most, as a veteran of the game yourself, Dave, what are some of the most like critical elements to the to ball boying? Well, I mean, there's basic stuff you got to get right. Yeah, what did you pride the, yourself on? The first, the first game I ball boyed, I got in a little bit of trouble by the touchy because when, they, when the Storm did a kick for touch... I didn't place the ball on the sideline. I chucked it to Sisawanga or whoever it was there. And you got to put the ball right on the line. That's tough. Okay. The, um, but, you know, most of the time it's easygoing. There's just some certain points where your play can be crucial. Like, for example, I was ball boy in a Storm Dragons game and I was the only Storm ball boy. And so I think Storm had a conversion. So I got the ball from the back of the post. Uh, uh, Dragons would have kicked off, kicked it out in the full sprint all the way around to the other side, get the ball out in the full and get it back to the penalty mark. So you got to be in fucking tip-top shape. you got to be in tip-top shape. you got to be on your toes ready for anything to happen. You know, something might happen on the one side of the field and yeah. then next minute it's the other side of the field. you just got to be ready. Yeah, And I mean, are you able to cut across any of the grant, the playing surface or is that a big no-no? Well, if there's game? no play on, you can kind of, you can nick through a corner if they don't see you. But you're but, a professional, um, you wouldn't have but, done that. Yeah, no, no. I, Did I, you ever I, get I on those sure fucking Pee-wee 50s, whatever those little rugby union kids get where they get like the motorbikes they can hoon across no, the fucking ground? No, I don't know. Did you ever see those? They're on the four-wheelers, those. those mini four-wheelers bringing out the... Did you, did I the have ball seen bo- those. I've seen those, but I don't think that was ever for rugby league. What did the ball boy, did you have any kicking tee duties? Yeah, yeah, I was kicking duties i was it was all pretty standard kicking tees i think my last year of ball boying was like the first year where they had the new tees which were like the thin and then went out yeah right um the sharpshooters is that them um but yeah i was pretty much mostly just the old standard like just thick tees but um yeah lot to learn lot to learn there dave will be doing Mm. a uh the the most important thing you got to realize and this is what i did in my i think my second or third game at penrith got to look out what's behind you because when you're watching the ball come above, if there's little triangle advertising signs behind you and you go down, you can eat shit. Every crowd member is watching you and laughing at you. Yeah, that's true, dude. Good point. That's tough. Mm. As Tricks I say, of the trade. Learn. Tricks of the trade. Yeah, good day, boys. Um, is that going off to you? I have a dribbler name for oh, myself. Yeah. But, that's uh, all right. Too long. 114, too long. 114? Yeah. Looked super long. Yeah, good day, boys. Um, don't have a dribbler name for myself, but uh, shout out to the P's and D's who have been assisting me through the most recent saga of my life. Also to you and uh, you, Tom and Eddie. Uh, just was shouting out for a bit of assistance with the um, the uh, dribbler last supper. And uh, yeah, thanks <laughs> to those boys who've, who've um, Dave's dropped the camera. Hit me up, but I reckon. There's, there's a bit of a bit of um, something about like I reckon we could paint this on the roof of the ANZ Stadium. What do you reckon? Like just like not even just NRL stars. Like we get fucked. Nah, Dave's dropped a camera. It's wigged everything out. Your dribble was too long. We, we missed it. Oh, fuck. fuck. <laughs> no, nothing to you. Just fucking. Uh, all right, let's just fire through. Thomas Edward. Punnies and the dribblies, how are we? It's the big frothy right, dribbler Tom. here. Uh, Short time listener, first time dribbler. Quick shout out to Tommy Cass, the big stiffy dribbler, who put me on to you boys. I've only listened to a few episodes, but I've noticed you like dot point dribbles, so here we go. We'll give some quick stats mm. on me first up, then 
moved to a couple of questions. All right, stats up. Played one season of cricket, batting average of two with a top score of nine, not out. Bowling average of 44 with best figures of uh, one for 10. After the first few games, generally batted 11 and didn't bowl. For a long time, I thought stoic was pronounced stoic. Uh, made schoolboys rep rugby in year 12, but mainly because everyone ahead of me were injured. And at the age of 13, weighed about 105 kilos, so I was a, a big bopper. You know a bit about Man me now, the questions. As a newbie dribbler, what are your favourite personal uh, HSP episodes? Secondly, not sure if you ever noticed them, but how funny were those fat battler blokes in Stubby's rugby? Probably about 45, 50 that wore boardies and not footy shorts. That used to always <laughs> And finally, how good's that fucking bottom eight footy? Can tigs. That's it for me. Frothy soon, boys. Cheers. The stoic dribbler. The stoic Holy dribbler. Shit. Stoic. I mate, we were, me and Tom were talking on the phone today. We had to do, we had to try and remember episodes for something, something or other, and I can't remember any of them. No. They've all meshed together. There's someone uh, put the question on the P's and D's page and a few people came with some answers, so go and trawl through that fucking... Nah, bruh, I remember that one. I remember it. I don't know if it was particularly good I remember or not. someone saying that. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, I mean, mate, to be fair, to be honest, to be real with you, they're all fucking good, so just go back and listen to them all. They're all fucking good. You got enough to listen to. Stoic, mate. Stoic. You've got so many to bruh, listen to. just go and listen to them all. How about that, Stoic? Pump our numbers up, go back and listen to them all. I will say this, there are 70 that you fucking haven't heard and only a few have, and that's a real badge of honour for those that have. We might release them one day. Maybe. We, we don't know. Possibly not. Hi, boys. Ironside here. Just a quick one. Uh, little known fact, LeBron James once put a million dollars on a dog at Wentworth Park on a Wednesday night, paying $4.50... And it won, and that was one of his biggest investments ever, and that's how he bought Liverpool. Cheers, Benson. Horseshit, Dior. I like. <laughs> such an absurd story. Like he almost had me until he said that's how he bought he Liverpool. Said, that's how he bought Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah, it was only yeah. four to one. Or what he put four million dollars in Liverpool. Surely he's paying more than that. Who knows? Love that though, Ironside. Short, sharp, and completely bullshit. <laughs> Love that. That's plumber rhetoric. Yeah, that's why you got a fucking baggy green, bro. Hey, Tom Eddie, the old punter and the dribbler. Here from Mountain Cargo in the Central West. Can't help but think about another round down, another Broncos loss, you know, and think that for old C's must be sitting up watching their effort grinning like a fucking Cheshire cat as he feeds his million-dollar payout to the pokies at the Ningham pub. He must be licking his paws as he knocks back a couple to work up the courage to throw his name into the top job for the Ningen Tigers next year. Anyway, speaking of the Broncos, fuck the Tony through poor old Joshy Mansour back to the Jurassic times and into the days of Pangea. What are you, the best time travelling Narbras you boys have seen? Anyway, <laughs> cheers boys, push footy soon. I like that dribble. You're a, you're a victim of uh, this podcast going for almost three hours. Uh, time traveling Nabras, huge palms. GI in origin, where he palmed fucking like uh, he palmed like Turner, Gaznia, Wolfman, or something, all in the same 
moment. GI against Jamie Soward for the Dragons here. That yeah. was that is a time traveling Nabra. Of course, you got this, you Storm fan. Mm. Fuck. Oh my. Oh my God. God. Sowie and Sowie, admittedly, he says it himself. He's like, mate, I'm in every fucking highlights of Greg Inglis or something. It's like I'm just getting thrown. Uh, on Sowie, actually, he's going to join us for an NRL finals preview in a love couple that. of weeks love that which is cool love that time traveling Narbras, though. I think we'll go with that one GI on Chrissy Sandow as well I think he gave him a time traveling Narbras. yeah Sowers was better but Chrissy Sandow got bumped they're all GI maybe Jonah Lomu's probably done them I'm I, I, GI go go Narbra. it's the eye of the tiger it's the thrill of a fight rising up <laughs> to the challenge of our rival and the last known survivor stalks his prey in the night and he's watching us all with the eye of the tiger. <laughs> bye bye. Oh god, wow. that's a good one. I like that. I love that. That was fucking funny. I'm saving that one. That was fucking great. That was funny. Okay, we've only got a few to go here. We're almost done here. Almost done. That was funny though. That deserves some respect. That was fucking hilarious. Oh, man, really yeah. witty I mean, stuff. It's Jorge George. here, back for another dribble. Uh, Dior, Dave, this one's for you, mate, if you're, if you're with us and not fucking asleep in bed or walking the family dog. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on your GM promotion down there in Bondi. Um, Thank kind you. Kind of reminded me of a situation I found myself back into in 2013, I think it was. I was managing the Unicorn Hotel in Paddington. It was Anzac Day. I'd been at the Roosters vs. Dragons game. Um, and I was due in for my evening shift at the pub. And I walked in and it was just fucking chaos. Uh, a couple of the boys who I'd gotten jobs were just so fucking maggot working the bar and the two-up circle and uh, the, the sausage sizzle in their budgie smugglers. They were just, they were just drinking all shift and... You know, I couldn't get mad at them because they were my mates. But anyway, um, play on. Uh, to make matters worse, the Dragons, after their game against the Roosters, actually came into the pub. Um, and unfortunately, they're the team I support. Uh, so I was starstruck from the get-go. Jason Nightingale coming up to me, trying to put on a bar tab. And they were carrying on. I think Jamie Soward was crying. I think his teammates were bullying him. Uh, he was off contract in 2013, I think. He was having a shocker of a year. Um, anyway, between trying to get my employees Boy, what to the fuck is this? sober up enough to work the rest of their shift and accommodate the Dragons, it was just, it was bonkers. I was in <laughs> the office downstairs until 4 a.m. in the morning trying to count the tills, and for whatever reason, they were out like $600. Uh, Still to this day, I don't know how or why. Went home, came back in the next day, and the, yes. the yeah. owner of the pub was there, and he asked me why the tills were out. Um, such a large amount, $600. Couldn't give him an answer. I had no idea. Um, I just said, look, the Dragons were in here last night. It was a busy day. For whatever reason, they're out. Anyway, he fires me on the spot um, two months out before I was due over to go to Europe. So that was a fucking low blow. Uh, but, yeah... Managing bars, not for me, but all the best for you, Dave. If there's any advice in that, then take it. Um, if not, then all good. Um, moving on, Tom and Eddie, I've got a question for you. Um, oh, I want you fuck. to close your eyes That's and envision two and a half yourself or yourselves 
in the change room of the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, Nevada, in the UFC, about to go out and fight your opponent. You know, your arms, left hook, right hook, warming up. What is your walkout song? What are you walking out to? What song are you walking out to to G yourself up to go bash the living fuck out of your opponent? Tom, <laughs> picture you're more of a heavyweight type operator. Eddie, <laughs> maybe a middleweight. Yeah, what song are you walking out to? Um, interested to know your answers. Uh, yeah, that's that's it for me. Uh, be soon. KD reign supreme. Jorge all day out. Only three minutes twenty-three. Jorge, good question though. I like it. Took him a while to get there. It took him a long time to get there. That first. I think two it was and a half. more advice to you. Yeah. Appreciate the advice. I don't know how the advice applies. Just don't take three hundred bucks out for you and your mate. For yeah, yeah. six hundred bucks, and six. also Jorge fucking giving Dave advice, and Jorge got fired. Yeah, well, don't get on the Red Bulls at work yeah. and pay for them out of the till. Yeah, and then pretend like it was just fucking an accounting error. That's, um, how, that's what I'd say. Now, what song? I'd probably go with Paul Kelly's Don Bradman, seven-minute epic, his ode <laughs> to the Don. And I'd just take my time walking out. I'd shadow bat the whole way to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think that's probably where my mind would go. Oh, I think that would throw your opponent off more than any exactly, other song. Exactly, right. Yeah. I might even get a, a real bat. you got to wear the baggy green out as well. Wear a baggy yeah. green, maybe some pads and shit. Like, why can't I do that? <laughs> just take the pads off when you get Take the, the pads off as I get to the yeah. ring and just shadow bat the whole way out. No, in I the can't. palm of his hand. Oh, I can't beat that. You can't, you can't beat that. <laughs> no, you probably can't. You can't beat that. You don't even fucking try. That's exactly <laughs> your pig. Seven minute ode to the dawn. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Yeah, and then you go. You've win. won it before you get to the ring. <laughs> yeah. It's all over. Yeah, it's all over. It's all done. That's a wrap. He wouldn't even come out. He goes, no, fucking a loss. This guy's. He's this got guy's. Me. He's too serious. He's got me beat. He's too good. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go. Simon, Eddie, Hunters, and the dribblers. It's the Mer dribbler here calling in from the uh, Midwest. In the U.S. of A. Um, I just want to start off with a bit of a clipping for Eddie. There's been a lot of uh, anti-barrel rhetoric in the last few weeks um, from Eddie. Eddie, I don't know you. Tom, I do know you. I'm going to get to that in a second. But a few weeks ago, you made a comment about uh, the bakery uh, in barrel and uh, Tom, I know you struggled to name the bakery, but ironically, the bakery you were talking about, which was owned by the local Vietnamese family, uh, was called the Hot Bread Shop. Um, Huge for great you. Great cheese and bacon rolls. Great sesame seed and or poppy seed rolls. But Just the straight up and down white bread rolls. Who the fuck is this? What I really wanted to call in about was, uh, and sorry, pardon me, um, you, you froth, um, was the fact that there's been a lot of overseas dribblers and or punters not calling in, but pre-recording, pre-recording their dribbles and then emailing them texting them, posting them, and not even putting in the time to actually buy some data 
or some international calling to call the hotline. Well, they don't and like the pressure of the Tom and Eddie, one, the one, the one call take. Dribblers, it's just really, you know, what's going on there? How are they getting a go? We've got KD, we've got this Prince dribbler, we've got this guy from down in Austin, Texas. Love him, love him, love him, love him all. Love more Sandy. I think there's one out in Sandy. A lot of presence, a lot of presence, but it's a shallow presence, Tom and Eddie. And at what point do you become so popular that you start culling those punters and dribblers for not putting in the effort when the effort is due? Don't know. Don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Well, I also Look, want to good raise point. a point. It's a fair point. And ask Tom and Eddie a question. And that question is, who am I? Eddie, never met you, don't know you. But Tom, <laughs> we go way back. I'm a Barrel Black you know Foundation team member like yourself, your brother, Will. I live not too far from you. I'm going to give you a couple of clues each week, so that's all you get for now. Keep <laughs> <laughs> bacon rolls soon. Huge. You don't know? I got no idea. That's I mean, this has been the longest podcast I think we've ever done. Easily, three hours six minutes. That's disgusting stuff. That is disgusting. Outrageous. Thanks Fucking for everyone outrageous. that called in. Really appreciate it. Um, I don't know who that is though, and it will be interesting to try and find work that out. But like, I have no fucking idea who that is. Well, you'll figure it out with the clues, mate. Can't wait for the clues, bro. Uh, Eddie, we're done. That's it. Bye bye. Could you two just not talk anymore?